Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. Who is Jimmy Pardo? Guess again. Here he is. And I do the horns. You're the one yelling, Jimmy. Yeehaw! Let's have some maple syrup. You have a good dip dip dip. Oh, man. See? I know what I'm doing, and I know how to catch it. Live on tape. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. 
Hello, everybody. DDS, welcome to the program, episode 2901 of the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny, new season. Again, arbitrary numbers, but we welcome you in, and we, uh, just a, a way to document what's happening here on the program. Does that mean you guys have done 2,901 episodes? No, it does not. It does not mean that in any way, shape, or form. We've done, uh, what have we done, 1,200? Does that sound accurate? In the, in the ballpark. Ballpark it up! Yeah. I don't really know. I've lost, actually... We used to have that in, the, in that spreadsheet. You but. know what? Here's what happened. I, I'm going to tell you why that uh, why it's not updated. I didn't know if we would if we were supposed to include the isolation files on the overall because they became a regular show. I don't know if anyone knows the answer to that. So I don't know. Uh, do we count? I think we do. Based on the listener feedback of thank you for doing three shows a week, that would be yeah that they consider that a show and if the, if the if the listener considers it a show i consider it a show we're all doing shows i'm just trying to okay so the last time we have a a, a stat like a where where we were still counting um episode 26 y was uh one the 1050th episode i, I didn't hear what you said because i in my head i have to say because we like you <laughs> thank now, you now go right ahead okay. and give me the answer so 26 y because we like you that means we did season 27 and season 28 and what was the number on this please that was 1050 1050 and we've done what have we done since then well we've done two two full seasons so that's 50 that's well it's uh yeah so that's 100 regular episodes so that would put us at 1150 and then let's add in. But if you want to add the isolation files, that's another seventy, right? So we're up to so about twelve hundred. Yeah, twelve twenty. Hey, well, look at that. Not a bad guess on my part. Huh? Very good. Jimmy's a winner. Go grab a bear off the shelf. <laughs> uh, we welcome everybody in. Big day for Matt Belknap and I. Our kids went back to school today. It's a lot of uh, people, as uh, according to Facebook, it seems to be the thing. Some people started two weeks ago, which I think is crazy. Some started mm-hmm. last week. I think is equally as crazy. And then this week, I still think it's crazy. <laughs> it's um, crazy. But uh, uh, Zoe starting eighth grade. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie, fourth grade, I want to say. Yep. Uh, then uh, And Oliver started high school today. Very big one. Which was uh, just, you know, he's going to a new school. And it's a, yeah. you, know, you know, where he was going before was a charter school. Very small, very... Uh, you know, the, 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 the principal knew everybody's name, one yeah, of those yeah, schools. Yeah. And then just dropping him off today. It's like, this is a different world, man. Mm-hmm. This is, you know. Uh, uh, so he's going to Spelman? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what That's that means. That's the name of the college in yeah. a different world. They hand him a yes. pair of double uh, uh, flip-up sunglasses. Yeah, he's got the flip-up. He's always had the flip-up shades. You know that. Uh, he likes that guy. What's his name? R- Rizzi Raj. What's that guy's character's name? D- well, the act- Dwayne. Dwayne. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wayne. Oh, I got it. I was close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was the actor's name though? Um, uh, no. Haki, uh, oh, uh, Hardison something Hardison, Kareem Hardison. Kareem Hardison. Yeah, I want to say Hakeem Hardison, but that doesn't sound right. No, that's not I think right it's at all. Kareem, Kareem Hardison. Did he work again after that? I don't know, but the he, glasses have done very well. Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> Kadeem Hardison. Kadeem Hardison. Hardison. Could you? What, what if you walked in every audition wearing those glasses and they just were like, we can't fucking get this. Would you even know it was him without the glasses, I guess, is the question. What, what, yeah, like if you're... Not, if I was a casting director and I knew he was coming in for a meeting, <laughs> yes, I would. If you were watching TV and a 55-year-old no. Kadeem Hardison showed up, no. I'm guessing he's roughly your age, uh, and didn't didn't wear any glasses. Just said he got the LASIK. I don't know that we would recognize. I don't him. think you would. Uh, now to uh, the young man that played Urkel, mm-hmm. you still know it's Urkel. 
He, he took off sure. the glasses. He took off the yes. suspenders. He still looks he's like... He's unmistakable. Yeah. Jaleel White, I understand, is that young Correct. man's name. He's got a podcast, doesn't he? Doesn't he where he talks to other e- I don't former know. child stars, I think is... I, I mean, it, it must be happening. I, I don't know that to be true, but it sounds right. I think... I think... I think... I mean, you you could basically just name anybody in the world and say, I think they have a podcast and you're probably correct. You know what? You're right. I'm sorry. My headphones were uh, twisted. Oh, no. And uh, so I was. Well, Jimmy, uh, don't get it twisted. uh, There we go. So, uh, ah, we're back. Good. Um, So, yeah, big, uh, big day for big school day. Dropping the kids off. How was the did you guys get out of the car? Like what was we the did protocol? not because uh, traffic was so bad mm-hmm. that we I pulled over to this. I found a place to pull over and yeah. uh, and just let them go. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I got a little emotional. I didn't. Uh, of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, because it's the first day of school and they haven't put stuff in lockers yet. Mm-hmm. Every one of his books is in his backpack. So it, right. I'm not fucking around. It weighed like about thirty pounds. Like it was crazy. Yeah, that's and so to see my, you know, again, he's not the tallest guy right. with his backpack yeah. going down and getting, you know, joining the other kids that are about to cross the street mm-hmm. was. Uh, Whereas I see Zoe's got some uh, some fashionable handbag <laughs> that she's bringing to school. Yeah, she, she picked out this like it looks like a, like Indiana Jones's yes, satchel. It basically. does, <laughs> and it looks like it doesn't. Fit. Does it fit a laptop? Do the She's not bringing a laptop. They're not sure. There were some mixed messages about whether they were supposed to bring a a Chromebook or something. I don't know what. It would be supplied, would it not? Uh, They would. I mean, there's no way. I guess that's true. Yeah. But but she but she has her own laptop. So it was like if if they have to do that, she was like, I would just bring my own. But um, she didn't bring it today. I don't know what's in that thing. It doesn't seem like it would hold anything. <laughs> no. Based on the photograph I saw, it looks like it might hold a, a dossier. Yeah. Like, they have the, the, they have I the thing. I dossier that, for fun. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, I wish this had existed when I was a kid. Um, they, the school gives them a set of textbooks that stay at school, and then they have a set that they bring home. And they just leave it home. What? And then at the end of the year, they return those so that I, they don't have to carry all the books back. And I forth. have never loved a <laughs> sentence more in my life than yeah. that. It's it's. I mean, is it a waste of paper? Yes. Is it yes, twice it is. as expensive as doing it the other way? Of course. Of course. But you know what? I I love it because that was always the hassle of like I for yes, me. Yes, it was f- fucking heavy as hell. Did you guys? We didn't. We had book bags we didn't have backpacks yeah we somehow when i was a kid backpacks were considered the least cool thing like you would be mocked if you had a backpack oh my god if a kid showed up at the school with a uh, unless it was jerry o'connor if jerry showed up at the backpack <laughs> everybody would have backpacks the next fucking day yeah. but if somebody if hugh uh o'connor uh, yeah. no relation at all if okay. hugh showed up you go look at this asshole yeah oh nice backpack you going hiking hugh what's up poindexter it would have been the, yeah. the poor kid but yeah he's the smartest of everybody with the backpack <laughs> right, right and now those kids have like rolling suitcases yes <laughs> which is would again if you tr- teleported back in time to the 80s and came to school with a rolling suitcase first of all people would be like how did you get wheels on that suitcase? And where can I punch you <laughs> for doing that? For, Do you remember the first for, wheels on suitcases? By the way, there were there was tiny little ones. Yeah, that would that, that go. Would, and then yeah, it, it was like and, a shopping cart, and you would pull it around like a like a, a rabid dog <laughs> trying to. Yeah, uh, it was it, awful. And then somebody amazing. finally went, "Well, what if we did it like this?" And the and honestly, traveling it changed traveling. It's crazy how long it took to figure that out, though. Like, uh, think about all the time in human history that people didn't have wheels on their but, but at the same time they would make um 
uh, like a, a metal cart that you could fold up right. and attach to the back yes. of it. Yeah. And then, oh, when it's time to use, you'd unfold it. And there'd be two wheels on the side and you use like a cart. Nobody right. went, what if we just put those wheels on yeah, it? Like that existed. And yet when they went to put it on the suitcase, they didn't do it they that way. They didn't do it that way. They were <laughs> the, like, well, the that's logical way. Right, I know. It already it, existed it, and they didn't. They ignored it. They were like, no, no, it'd be better if there's a omnidirectional, four omnidirectional <laughs> right. tiny balls on the bottom of those suitcase. Off with, with, a, with a little leathery strap to, <laughs> to control it. Yeah. Just, I mean, and again, where does it sound? In my lifetime, there were not, there was luggage right. without wheels yes. at all. Right. And, and yeah, it would, it would be odd to see someone even using one of those, those things that you strap the wheels to. Yeah. It. You'd be like, oh, wow, that guy, like, you just kind of think that person's like a little too, like into travel <laughs> like they're uh, they're overthinking travel because they or some old lady that uh, was like uh, oh boy some kid thought that was a good christmas gift i will say because we saw um jungle cruise last week and uh you know that's it takes place in the teens the, the during world war one and so and you've got the the classic scene of the 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 british guy who brings too much luggage to the to the jungle yeah. and he's got like fifty thousand but but what steamer it remi- trunks yeah, steamer, exactly and but what it made me realize is that right i think it was like that because in the in the in in the course of human history it's a pretty a pretty recent uh occurrence that people were even carrying their own luggage because for most of the last thousand years someone else was carrying it for them and right. it, that you didn't care that was their job their job was to pick everywhere you went there, there was someone two people maybe to pick it up and put it somewhere else and you would just walk through life like yeah, yeah, an yeah, asshole because yeah. <laughs> not caring at all uh but to get back to school bags we don't so when i was a kid we would have tote bags like an ll bean you know can what, do you you picture, by, what do you mean by tote like like a like a gym bag no like like literally like a tote bag like a like the, the bags like a bigger version of what we used to have like the you know the that white Sox logo and an like you remember the oh, the, oh you'd oh like, actual like a like, like a like a canvas bag like a pbs game like a pbs yes. thing but yeah. just bigger like a bigger gusset yeah <laughs> like you know i remember we oh, were very excited I, about the two inch gusset i do i do like the two inch gusset or the three on inch the these were like six inch gusset tote bags i think uh boy that's a that's a that's a wide Is, gusset well you have to fit every textbook in it so you'd have and then six textbooks and then you'd hold it because it, did it have a shoulder strap no it that it was that's the thing it, it was before they even invented the longer strap on right the tote so you're, bag. you're carrying so you'd walk around like that like you know with your shoulder yeah. popping out because it was so fucking heavy i've never had any of this i guess west coast we had a different like i'm i'm listening to you and going what how did you get your bags to and from school Backpacks. I mean, your, your books. Well, that, you know what? I had this conversation with Danielle. She couldn't believe that I didn't have backpacks. They the Backpacks really? have been happening apparently out here forever. Forever. It was the, it was the Jan sport. That was the thing. That yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah. if you didn't have a Jan sport, then right. you were the asshole. But otherwise, everybody had backpacks, whether it was like Sears backpack or whatever. And the one thing that the cool kids did is, heaven forbid, you use both the straps. Oh, yeah. Straps. No, you have to do the one You'd strap. You'd have to just have the one. Yeah, the yeah. one strap. Right. It, 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 until, until nobody was watching, and then you would use both, because that's what backpacks do. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. We had backpacks. But we didn't. And then, we, we, and then it became so uncool. Even one, was, like one shoulder was not enough. They had to be banished completely from But But society. Jimmy, are you agreeing with, with that? With what? With, with, the, with the backpack being uncool? It was, uh, yeah, I did a whole thing about Hugh O'Connor. If he, right, if yeah, he right. used to wear one. So, so it's, it wasn't that it, it, was, it was in style and then it went out of style. No, it, it was never a it, thing. It, it's it, like East Coast, Midwest type thing. It was. Yeah, but I'm younger were, than you guys. You, you, wore backpack, right. you wore backpacks for one thing, one thing only, to go hiking yeah. and camping. Right. 
it was never in somebody's mind to go, hey, what if we put books in those and send the kids to school? Oh, no, that's, those are in the garage. Thank you. Yeah. What did you use then? We had uh, kind of those things that we now give away, uh, uh, like at Park Castathon. We had something uh, like a, it would like, sit. A, like a sack, like a drawstring like a, sack. A sack. Oh. We had a sack. And where did, and did the sack go over the shoulder? I mean, the first few years, of course, I would just wrap a belt around it and carry it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> you were in the one-room schoolhouse. Yeah, I mean, you know, that was just uh, for uh, kindergarten and first grade. Uh-huh. But then, you know, you, uh, it was like a sack that you would... Uh, I, I, you didn't wear it like a like a backpack. You you did carried it, ha- it. Did it have a strap? It had a little bit of a of a strap because you would cinch it. Yeah, yeah. And then you would hold it, and and that was for your books, your gym clothes. <laughs> you're just carrying it around like a bag of dog shit that you're about to light on fire yeah. and put on someone's porch. I think it's you know, crazy. I'm sure Mike Cusick is hearing this, and he could tell because okay. we had one. I want to say it was canvas. It might have had the uh, the hometown Vikings logo on the side, or. Mm. For Christmas, you would get the you know the Minnesota Vikings or Chicago Bears yeah, version yeah, yeah. of that. It was a gym bag. It was a gym bag, but, but not, it was but not not a duffel. But not a duffel. Like a gym bag uh, where you just you throw your your dirty gym clothes and a towel, maybe yes. and maybe a water bottle, um, maybe a, a sweat a suit, <laughs> uh, maybe yeah. maybe uh, maybe with those uh, sweat uh, sweatpants, sweatbands, gym stuff. Yeah, maybe your if you wear glasses, your gym glasses. Might, or if you're going to play racquetball, maybe your goggles. Yes, but not your racket. It wouldn't fit. It's not going to fit in there. That's, you could hold that in the other hand. Yeah, a special uh, bag for, That's for right. racket. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. right. You, got, certainly, you certainly have that for the top of it. Put, a, that, little, put that little hat in. Yeah, my dad did too. He had, he had two, different kinds of, two different kinds of rackets. I am, the microphone is on. Um, I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe you either. I don't believe you. Okay, so I oh. just unplugged and plugged. I got to replace this fucking thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is the third week in a row now. I look. I've been busy with stuff. I'm, and I'm sick of that fucking excuse too. <laughs> <I'm ahead. laughs> um, so, I wonder if we're still in a world because because uh, we're talking about bags when we were kids and like if if th- a, th- thank you for recapping on our topic. <laughs> okay, if you're just if you're just joining us, welcome back to the show. We're talking about bags and kids. <laughs> I'm 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 doing that because I'm going in a little bit of a different direction and I want to make sure that you know that I know what we're talking about because very often I don't. Um, so if, if a man wore a bag with a single strap, that was like a terrible thing. Oh my gosh. Cause you were a, wearing a purse. That was a purse. Yeah. But today, I mean, there's messenger bags, there's all that kind of stuff. And I hope that we're past that. I don't know though, in a, in a, in a kid's world, whether, whether that has gone or not. Boy, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Certainly in the Midwest, I don't know. Like if, yeah. if you showed up with a messenger bag. Still, you think you maybe? Get, I, I don't know. I well, don't know. Let me drop this on you guys yeah. for who don't have kids. There's an there's been an innovation, uh, and we don't really make use of it. I guess Zoe did a little bit, but Charlie. So they now make a, a multi class binder. You know that you know you used to have like a, a bind like a trapper keeper type sure, thing. Sure, yeah. But it would have the different sections for the different classes you take, right? Yeah. So they have that, but now that. The exterior of it is made of like a, a nylon like oh, yeah, bag material. Got, got some pouchiness. And then it zips closed zip and it, it has a shoulder strap. Oh, so, shoulder so strap na- I'm not aware of. So now that is the whole thing. You just strap that on and you've got what you need, except obviously you, have your books. you can't put your books or your lunch bag or but, lunch box but if in you there. But if you did have a tablet that you, and by the way, you're talking about the kids having all sorts of books. I assume that if I was for some reason invited into a classroom today, I would not see a single book. Everybody would be using e-readers or tablets. They have, uh, Oliver has a Chromebook. Yeah. And today, 
six textbooks. That's fascinating. That, and that four to five hundred page textbooks. These things are big. I mean, yeah. it's high school, so so you you can have bigger books like that in high school. But I still would have thought that at this point in time, you'd have maybe one because there's only one book that was that was printed and it wasn't turned into a PDF. Here's like, a thing completely off topic from what you're saying because yes, I've sir. lost interest. Uh, <laughs> one would argue, why didn't Oliver leave his books in the locker when he went to the orientation oh, day? Oh, yeah. By the way, what you something you said made me think that. I wasn't right. just completely ignoring you. <laughs> um, I mean, that is on the table. But you said it's high school and it was like high school. Yes, now there's they have lockers now. Yeah. He yeah. Didn't, so why didn't he... Maybe he's, maybe he's not used to it. Maybe he didn't want to go to his locker for some reason. I don't know. Um, so, so I just so back to this binder thing for a yes, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Charlie has that, but then he also needs to take his lunchbox. So then that those both go into a backpack, and now I'm, I'm not going to show this to everybody. A lot of extra straps. Look at now. So look at him. Yeah, right. Walking he, to school, and uh, it's it's like an armadillo. He's like, a, he's like <laughs> a, 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 I was going to say a, a teenage uh, mutant ninja turtle. Yeah, he's he's basically got a shell back. Yeah, it's uh, armadillo is a better reference, uh, but I insisted on making mine as well. Um, different times, guys. Different yeah. times. Garrett's, oh. Garrett's suspiciously quiet. Garrett didn't go to school. Uh, well, that's not true. He washed up across that fucking masters. Somehow he conned his way into master, you know, a master's program. I, I was though. always backpack, which was backpack in yeah. Michigan. Yeah. And I was trying to think back. We, and this may seem weird, but I was trying to think back to all like the horror movies I've watched. That take place in like the seventies, and whether or not the kids in those movies had backpacks. Well, they they would though, because if 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 what Danielle and Elliot say is true here in California, they wore backpacks. That's what the filmmaker would have known. That's right. true, right? But I don't even remember ever seeing backpacks in those movies. No, I don't either. Hmm. So Nightmare on Elm Street, I think she, I think this is really odd. I don't know why I'm even doing, but she had a back. Nancy had a backpack. I oh, did Nancy? But that was the eighties. <laughs> but so. but they were also at a cabin, weren't they? No, wait. That's never in Elm Street. That's at the house. I was thinking Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, they're at some cabin or at that lake. Don't recall any backpacks. I I did switch to a... Now I remember. I switched to a backpack at some point. I think when I was little, I had one. And then it was like banished and I had the tote. And then I think I went back to a backpack maybe in high school at some point. And definitely in college, I had a backpack. It was like... And by college, it was okay to put both straps on. Because now it's like... It was so uncool that it became like, no, no, that's fine. Well, you're also paying for college <laughs> so fuck you if you don't think i can wear a backpack well i think it was just like it was like almost it almost became hipster because it was like <laughs> it was like so obviously uncool that if you did it you're like wow that guy's really original like yeah. he's, he doesn't care what people think of him that guy's very secure yeah. <laughs> yeah uh i didn't get a backpack until i was traveling as a comedian hmm. and i remember even my dad saying when he when i maybe i was visiting or something he's like Hey, that's a great idea. <laughs> and then he, he went out and got a backpack because he's like yeah. he was uh, traveling for his job. Yeah. Because until then it would be you know you'd have you would bring on like a little briefcase or something yeah. on the plane. Yep. And it was like you know what if I bring a backpack on I can put my yeah. I mean obviously we all, we all do it now. It's much more convenient and comfortable. Absolutely. Yeah. The fact that the businessmen would would travel around with a leather bound briefcase right that just empty probably weighed 15 pounds right yeah yeah yeah. and then you put stuff in it now they didn't have much stuff like my dad had a briefcase it wasn't very big and it's like what is even the purpose of it? it's just files papers like, just so the papers wouldn't get crushed yeah just just but not that many papers like, i had it for for mca i had a i had a brief i had to buy a briefcase yeah um, and, and didn't need to but it, everybody every other salesman had one right it seemed like the thing you'd go there you'd open mm-hmm. up your briefcase and um I will say for the first three months, 
I had four pieces of paper in it. And I literally <laughs> would carry it around yeah. and I'd open it up. Like if you're my, if I'm selling to you, yeah. I'd open it up so you wouldn't see right. that how little you have. <laughs> not, there's nothing in there. Yeah. And then they gave us GRP Records gave us uh, for Christmas one year. They gave us those um, those metal looking ones. You know, very common now. The aluminum, yeah. the hard shell aluminum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 1989 or 88. Uh, yeah, it was 80, Christmas '88. That that was the future, man. Yeah. And so, and then uh, we got we got them at a. Uh, uh, it was not at, at Christmas. It was at the re, uh, the retreat, the big meeting here at Universal Studios, where everybody flew in from uh, the very all over the country. So there's 300 people walking around with that briefcase. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the hijinks. So you don't have that anymore? Or did you? Keep I it? don't. Uh, in fact, when I first started comedy, I would travel with that because yeah. I was like. I didn't have a backpack. Right. That would be where I would keep, you know, my notebooks and stuff like that. And yeah. one time Gil Martin came to my hotel room to pick me up to go to the show. And he goes, who are you, James Bond? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I guess I got to get rid of that thing. I, I, guess, I guess comics don't use briefcases. <laughs> they really only like look like they should be carrying plutonium. Those yeah. cases, those, those shiny. Well, I was carrying ones. the new release order forms for, <laughs> for March. Yeah. Now you really only see those with like camera equipment, I feel like. Yes. That's the, the main purpose of those now. I, or diamonds. <laughs> yes. I, rem- I just g- had memory of being a kid and being obsessed with briefcases. Like, I, I don't, my dad never had a job where he would have a briefcase. So I don't know where it came from, but it was like, I'm, I need to have a, br- get me a briefcase. Let me have a briefcase. And I saw those for the first time, that metal one in my mind. Would have, it of like course. Blew up. Mm-hmm. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen. I was in my twenties. And when they gave it to us, my mind, all of our minds blew it <laughs> at that retreat. We all, we all acted like they gave us $1,000 briefcases <laughs> because they were so new and interesting. And, right. You know, now that we know what things cost, because you know, if you buy things in bulk yes. for uh, promotional purposes, <laughs> Uh, oh, these these were nice. These were very nice briefcases. I would love to see this thing. I wish I had the GRP logo on the side. Did you just sell it at a yard sale? What'd you do? I, that's a great. It probably was at my mom's house until she moved, uh, and then it just got thrown uh, out. then it just got thrown out. Yeah. Um, it all they all had our names engraved on the top. Little sure. little plaque with our name there. Uh, you know, little uh, combo three num three digit yeah. combination yeah. seven two eight was mine. In case you were curious, that's your birthday. Yes, right. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> you man. Uh, did one of those the other day. Uh, didn't make sense at all. Somebody just set a date, and I went and like almost like a, a Pavlov's dog. And I just went happy birthday. <laughs> you said happy birthday to Garen the other day, and he didn't even mention a date. I, I forget, <laughs> forget why you said it. It was on the it show. It was on the show. Yeah. yeah. He said something. And you were like, "Happy birthday." <laughs> uh, that was on the uh, the uh, the twenty eight Z maybe uh, no or the isolation files right maybe it was, oh maybe uh, uh, the, yeah, the, yeah the Zoom show that sounds right. We then left for Palm Springs uh, immediately after that. Had a, a nice couple days there. Mm-hmm. Uh, went golfing, uh, which was nice. Awesome. Uh, so Oliver could play again because he, he could not. His uh, arm. He's in a splint. Yeah. And the, the, did the doctor say he could play golf? Yes. Does Oliver think he can play golf? No. Hmm. Uh, Oliver thinks that uh, him doing this, Dad, I'm going to break it. It's like, that's not going to break your arm, son. That's not going to break your arm. Yeah. Cut to it, breaks his arm. Um, so this sounds like these these books are going to break his arm before that does. Dude, this this backpack. <laughs> uh, but on Thursday, I just want to get this in very quickly. On Thursday, uh, they went to see Suicide Squad, my wife and son, and I watched the Field of Dreams game. Oh, boy. Yeah. And I I tweeted out about this. In if you've not seen it, did you see it? I watched the oh, the intro and then I saw the dr- dramatic ending of the game. First of all, for, I will say this: maybe one of the best baseball games I've ever seen in my entire life because Crazy. of the roller coaster of it. Crazy that they would plan this event 
and the game itself would actually be good. And, and not just good, amazing. Like yeah. it was like, and as a White Sox fan, the outcome was perfect. Yeah. So, and then, but it started, and and you know, I was watching the pregame because they went to the thing, and, and my that was the plan. You go see the movie. I'm going to stay in the room and watch this game. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, pregame was fine. You know, A Rod's an idiot. Uh, everybody else, they, you know, they all laugh and slap each other on the ass. With, nobody's saying anything funny. It's awful. <laughs> Those jocks getting together and, you know, uh, yeah. and, and A-Rod does a very weird thing where no matter what question he asks, he ends it with a smile. <laughs> and it is really disconcerting. It's like he'll say, uh, no, so uh, when you broke the, uh, the record, how did you feel? <laughs> and it, but it'll do it that's a bad example because that's right. actually a positive thing but if you're like yeah so, so you, you tore your hamstring and you aren't going to be out for six months <laughs> it's weird and then he it's like so like some coach uh, you know broadcast yes. coach told him told them to smile because you look weird when you don't <laughs> so anyway the pregame was fine so then it starts and they'd already and they had already interviewed kevin costner so him showing up to me was not a surprise mm-hmm but when the second guy, you you know, I've talked at length on the show that the movie Field of Dreams doesn't mean much to doesn't me. Doesn't do it for you. Um, that may be that may have changed. You may be the only person left of your generation and gender who feels that way. <laughs> it again, I stand by. We did not grow up with the phrase. Do you want to have a catch? Right. And that when he said that, that did not ring true to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, as I've said to Danielle after uh, seeing the, you know they showed clips and stuff of the movie uh, that I. I may have just been in a shitty mood. Let's, be, let, let's right. put that on paper. Okay. Maybe I was in a bad mood that day. Maybe, you know, I was still a drunk. Maybe I was hung over. Who knows mm-hmm. what was going on in my life yeah. when I saw that, yeah. that I walked out going, nah. Right. Because even the little clips, I was like, Jesus Christ, this looks like a great movie. This looks great. And the music is great. And the music's great. So anyway, yeah. the, as you saw the opening, the music starts, Costner walks out. I start getting goosebumps. Just for these guys who didn't see it. So the, they, they played a, an MLB game at the field from the movie Field of Dreams, oh. which is a real field. They've kept it up. And the, the outfield is a cornfield. But they built just they built another a major league size one right. next to the one that oh, they I, used okay. in the movie. Okay. Because mm. you could tour the one that they used for the movie. So that was there permanently. And that's always there. And yeah. you can go and look at that. You can look at the house. You can do all that. Yeah. They built a new stadium. Okay. Stadium's a strong word. Right. And field with seats next to it. Uh, 7,000, 8,000 people. So the old the old one was there before it was sh- the movie was shot. No, they built it no, for no, the No, they built movie. it for the movie. And then just left it there. And then they kept it. Yeah, they kept it there. Like, now it's a tourist attraction. Yeah. So uh, they built this new stadium with, with, with corn stalks for the outfield. And Costner walks out of the corn stalks onto the field. He's holding a baseball. He's going to. I thought he was going to go throw the first pitch, but he just went to give a speech. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting chills though, because as you mentioned, the music's playing. Mm-hmm. Costner's looking around. And <laughs> can we talk about that for one sec? It, it was great, but it it was like he was kind of doing a performance. He was acting, he, and and that's fine. But it it felt like it went on a little too long. I don't disagree with he, that. At the same time. I, I did not know what was about to happen. Yeah. So then he kind of pauses and the fucking players walk out of the cornstalk. And if you don't think I started sobbing, <laughs> I, first of all, I started, I was tearing up. Yeah. And then they walk out and I went, holy shit. Like I'm alone in the room. Was, holy shit. Started crying. Yeah. Oh. Stood up, gave the TV in the hotel a standing ovation because <laughs> I couldn't fucking believe what was happening. Like I didn't know what to do. I, I was alone. I didn't know what to do. So I went, you got it. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. And then. Look at great. 
sat back down and sobbed yeah. in a way like it's like you know like somebody from the outside would go well there's obviously something more going on here. you can't just be reacting to this that is amazing it was but it was so perfectly it, done right it, they you, did it because they, they it was like the move they appeared out of nowhere it was just they sh- somehow managed to shoot a live event that look it looked like the movie in the sense it didn't look like the the film quality it was still video it was still live television but the way they just emerged it, from they, the corn almost like it was a, like a special effect. It, it looked amazing. It and, was and the so only perfect. Mistake, this is my only complaint about the whole thing. I apologize for it. Yeah. Was they then the director chose to cut to another camera following Aaron Judge number ninety nine yes. from behind. It's yeah. like no, th- 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 don't I, don't give us. Did you like that? I liked that. You did I because didn't. the movie does that too. Well, oh, they do. My yeah. apologies. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. You you first see them come out of the corn stalks and it's very it's eerie and, and, and then they show and kind it. of beautiful. But then yeah, I okay. Think, I think so. I could be misremembering it, but no, that, you know what? If you liked it, I, I, it just for me, it's like I I wanted to see more of them coming through. I, I liked I liked the initial moment of them coming out. Out, but then I also kind of liked seeing because that looked cool too. Honestly, to see them walking like Here, from behind, the, the the seeing the corn stalks around them and then emerging onto I, the field, I don't, all right. it gave you a great view of of what they were experiencing of walking out and seeing right. the crowd and seeing the field lit up. I mean, that's beautiful too. To me, it's all just. Such and by a, the way, how, how great was that? Gra- the grass was green and vibrant. So, everything yeah, looked great. Was, the the uniforms the White Sox wore. Like I, I, I wish they would use that uniform all the because I am I am sick to death of the 1991 Raiders looking fonty. It's corny, yeah. Um, I mean, it was cool when they brought it back at first because it was like whenever that was a few years ago because it was... It was 91, 1991. No, no, but I mean... It was. It, I feel like it went away. No, it's never gone they away. They have not. Oh, I thought changed their uniforms. Okay. since ni- they they well, brought back the red version they yeah. would wear uh, occasionally, and then they wear the 1983. The, this this the, guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, across. But yeah, that they were wearing the like the black socks. 1919. 1919. And it was. And it looked wool. Like it looked like there was real. But it. But and then it, the Yankees were just kind of wearing their uniforms. I don't know why. No, they haven't changed their uniforms a <laughs> hundred years. I guess that's probably what that. Yeah, it just doesn't look as vintage because they always just wear that gray classic. with just new york across the front it was but i was gonna say about that i think i was a little annoyed that they that they did that shot of judge walking out from behind mm-hmm. that it's like you know the obsession with the yankees and the red sox and yeah. even though every director, broadcaster, network will tell you, we talk about the Marlins. You don't talk about the Marlins. <laughs> you talk about the Marlins for a minute, and then you can't wait to go back to talking about the Red Sox and the Yankees. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was like, we I don't need to see Aaron Judge from behind. Mm-hmm. I like seeing all the players. Yeah, yeah. This isn't about the Yankees. It's mm-hmm. about baseball. Yeah. Um, to me, it didn't register. I I registered that it was a Yankee, but I didn't really care. Oh, wait, they, no, they were, were they wearing pinstripe? No, no, they weren't. Yeah, it was, the gray. It was the gray, yeah. yeah. I just was like, it's just a player. I didn't think about who it was or, you know, I'm not keyed into the game and the players enough to to register that as much as it was just like, this is another view of one of the players coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, um, So, yeah, I didn't, didn't take offense. Judge, who's a monster. He's just a yes. monster. Yeah. And uh, then some of them walked over and said hello to, to Costner, which yeah. was kind of cool. I don't know if that was, it seemed like that was not, part of the that was plan. not but uh who was it i think it was liam hendricks of the white Sox that he said uh you know my wife told me two things you have to do uh something and you have to say hello to kevin costner so he's like so i just walked over and said hello <laughs> yeah so uh, i liked the spontaneity of it honestly it was it yeah. felt like real that you know why it would be weirder to not acknowledge him <laughs> right because he's just standing, <laughs> he's just standing there, there. Like, uh, and like, like i said he was at a certain point, meandering about the the outfield, like. But he I don't. In fairness lost. to him, he was stopping 
on the beat of the music. So, yes. so it was certainly choreographed. Right. And and to do it once, he just to give you guys an idea, he he kind of walked out and he had a ball in his hand and he kind of would stop and he would just kind of go. <laughs> and he did that about and four times. He did it like once is it's like you do that, you get that. And then let's progress from that. I think dramatically then the next thing is we're ready for the next thing to happen but the next thing wasn't happening and it almost felt like when an actor's on stage and like the, the other actor missed the cue yeah, and yeah, they yeah, haven't yeah. come out yet and so they're like they just left to vamp and and it was like he was like i guess i just do that again and i'll walk over here and do the <laughs> right, same yeah. thing and, I, I bet that that's exactly what happened <laughs> yeah. i wonder if the players had did not come out uh, maybe they didn't come out or they weren't in the spot or whatever yeah it although it's like it sounds like a dad just <laughs> um, guys we're at the field of dra- i'm just gonna reenact the movie get yeah the cam- yeah get the cam- Camcorder, honey. It was a little. It had a little bit of that vibe to it. It also had a little bit of the vibe of an old man who is lost and doesn't know like where his wife went. Now, all that said, I don't want a comedy show. It did. It did exactly it's, what it was supposed to it do. It still was amazing. It, and it, it it's everybody goosebump. on Twitter because I thought I was like, do I admit this on Twitter that I? And it's like every dude was like, holy shit! I just cried like an idiot at the opening of that. Is, mm-hmm. is this the first time they've done this? Yes. Yeah. Okay, because I'm which. Uh, they were supposed to do it last year, but the uh, obviously COVID. Um, and they're already planning on doing it next year. And they're like, they've announced it. We're going to do it again next year. It was such a success. This was a success because you hadn't done it before. Yeah. Right. It's not going to have else. the same pageantry but next year. It, but people will want to go. It should be. It, it, if they do like the Cubs, because uh, the Cubs have an Iowa presence, I think it could work. Right. Let me say uh, this, Jimmy. If they build it. They will come. They will come. <laughs> so, so I'm I'm kind of uh, watching with the sound off mm-hmm. what you're describing, and for a second I thought they did something super cool, which I don't think they really did. It looked like for a second that the camera operators were dressed of the time period as well. They were. Were they, well, there were two different ones because I noticed there's some folks that are all dressed in black, ah. and then they're then they're so that that must have been they with a little cap, yeah, the little and the, newsy and the, cap and, and the vest and, and the and the and the sort of waiters. Yes. Okay. Yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, they also had the announcers in those, the uh, no. uh, John uh, Smoltz and uh, and Joe Buck, who who I gets unfairly maligned. That people like the, they just like the shit on that guy. That guy's a good broadcaster. Yeah, he's a he's good at his job. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had a, he had a nice interview with Kevin Costner. I thought it was uh, it was good. And Costner was just uh, seemed pretty humble, which uh, was surprising. That is a little surprising. <laughs> yeah, I did see uh, Joe Buck was hosting Jeopardy last week. Or people were mad at that. People were very I, mad at I, that. I was fine with it, except there was a category. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw a category about sports or something. And one of the oh, it was it was like the the category was something like uh, sports team colors, and it was each response was like a team with a color in their name, like Red Sox okay. or the in this case the. Uh, the Cardinals. And he was like, that's right, the Cardinals. Like, he had to stop and make a big... Oh, yes, yes, the Cardinals. Me, I represent St. Louis. Look at it. Way to go. It's like, we know. We get it. Or you don't know and you don't give a shit that this right. is happening. Just move on with the game. Yeah, Who is that for? Ain't a lot of sports fans watching Jim. <laughs> <laughs> possibly uh, true. Uh, uh, people are very upset at the choice of uh, host for uh, Jeopardy. I stand by what I've said on this show months ago. The, the game is the star. Well, yeah, why mm-hmm. get upset about someone being there for five days? Oh, no, I'm talking about they, they made a decision. They, yeah. oh, oh, about the guy, the yeah. producer guy that they're hiring? Yeah. First of all, I, I get it that it looked like all these people got jerked around if they truly thought they were auditioned for the job. Because that guy was is part of their staff, right? Yeah. I, don't, I don't love that it's a 
show. It, it feels a, a little bit like when Andy Cohen went from being an executive at Bravo to. But this guy's hosted stuff before. Bravo. He's oh yes, he's, okay. he's done it. Right. I, I hear what you're saying. He was good, and I, he's good. I saw him, and he's good. And he's, because he's he understands the game is the star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is nothing but a traffic cop. Uh, to have somebody with, and I, I says that that's what Trip Beck did. Yeah. You know, he only became uh, known for it because he was there for 30-something years. Yeah. Before that, as I said, he was rolling fuzzy fucking dice on high rolls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and had he not got Jeopardy, he probably would have gone on some other game show. Right, yeah. Uh, you know, and then gone into obscurity like those other guys did then. He mm. just got, he landed on the one. Yeah. I stand by it. I, I agree with the choice to go with an unknown, but... I don't love that it was like a hire from within situation. I, d- I don't, it's not I, my business. I, I don't really care that much at the end of the day, but it felt like bringing someone else, bringing someone uh, yeah, you know, but, from yeah, the but, outside. But at the same time, you don't, if you don't know show business, you don't know that he was on the inside. He isn't, yeah. he isn't unknown. Yeah. I, I actually don't like as a guy that, uh, you know, he's, uh, that is in this category that host game show. I, I don't like that it's a white dude. I, right. I would have loved I, that's the anything other, other than yes. a white dude. That mm. that's sort of I think what I was getting at is like if you could, if you have the choice to to reset, then in the same way that when Garen inevitably finally, for the love of God, <laughs> gets out of here, we're not going to have another white dude. Like that's just there's too we're, we have the problem of having too many white dudes. We got enough white dudes. Yeah, it's mm, fair. We don't have white dudes. There's no question about it. And our guest, uh, Paul F. Tompkins, will be here shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> white <What>? dude. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Um, that guy does have some problematic issues that... Oh, really? Either he fostered an, a bad work environment or, or he ignored... I, I, I don't huh. even want to come. I don't even know. But it's not... Okay. I don't know. I, I think if you do deeper research, you'll see that he is not. Uh, uh, I don't think he's committing anything. I think he's just complicit. Was in, complicit or okay. was allowing. Things I think or he ignoring was ignoring things or you know. Yeah. Or didn't know. I think that the higher ups were doing some things, and uh, he may have been part of the trickle down of. That makes sense. Too. That that's that's my guess mm-hmm. on the uh, the very little research I've done. And by that I meant uh, I, I heard Alien Bean say a couple sentences <laughs> on the topic. <laughs> Can we agree he looks a little like Mike Siegel? Sure. Yeah. Like a like a Mike Siegel be a good host for that. Mike Siegel, sure. you kidding sure. me? The guy yeah. just has to, you know, uh, sit there and read cards and look mm-hmm. good. That's Siegel, right? Brings nothing to the table. <laughs> no <laughs> toast. I have to point out, also a white dude. Right, but but per, if that's what they're looking for, you go with Siegel. He can read a teleprompter. He can read a card. <laughs> right? Moves things along. You don't mm-hmm. leave, you don't walk away going that guy was funny. That guy was this. He's perfect. Yeah. Right, bland. <laughs> Speaking of, right of the show. By the way, Mike Siegel is maybe uh, you know some, in the top five hardest ever for laughed on this show. So I, yeah, of course, I'm 100 percent kidding, and I'm referring for us to when I asked him if he liked Tony Bennett. You're a big Tony Bennett. No, <laughs> God, his reaction was just it was the same as Constant Zimmer. Were you, yeah. you going to go see that Aladdin? No, <laughs> they're very similar, yes. but different reads on this. Right. Just uh, wonderful. Anyway, that thing was great. If, if you if you have not seen the clip of that. Uh, it's worth watching. It's worth watching. And then again, that game, because, you know, as a White Sox fan, for them to come back, for the Yankees to, you know, take the lead in the ninth inning and go, you got to be shitting me. We've had the lead. And then all you had to do is get one more out. And this all happened with two outs, if I'm not mistaken, if that's what my memory serves. And then uh, for uh, for Tim Anderson to get up there and hit that, uh, and just the fucking, the second you left the bat, you 
like Danielle and Oliver came back from the movie. They they saw me go. The Sox are winning. To literally an un, a ridiculous depression when the Yankees <laughs> took the lead. Like yeah. it always. But you know what runs me out about it that I just watched for four hours and my team didn't win. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, sports. So <laughs> I, I I know that feeling though. You're like I've committed time to this. You could at least win. You could at least you could at least do, do what I, I, did, I did my part. Now right, you do your, do your part. part. So when the so then when it was like holy shit, and then the guy took the walk, and then uh, you know I, I, I'm not in the know. When TA hits uh, hits that, god damn it, what a. I went nuts. And mm-hmm. Danielle's like, I think your clapping may have uh, been heard around the entire resort. Because <laughs> I, I was just yeah. crazy. I, I also got a little emotional this week. I will share very quickly with you that uh, Nancy Griffith passed away, a singer-songwriter oh. uh, who comes up uh, quite a bit on the show, yeah. but a lot more on Jimmy's records and tapes. because mm-hmm. she's At least twice. At least twice, right? Uh, singer-songwriter, top five. And then I want to say in season one, I talked about uh, you made this love a teardrop. Yeah, and then, and, then, and then I'm sure there are a couple of offhand references yeah. as well along the way. Uh, but I did not know. To me, she was one of those that, uh, uh, like, well, I'm the only person that knows about Nancy, Griffith, <laughs> right? Because she's never she never made it huge, right? But Yet then, she was on national television shows several times. She was on she <laughs> yeah. was on Letterman a, a dozen times, I think. If, yeah. uh, uh, so, which is right, it's, but it's so that's still a say to go. Well, that's mine. <laughs> well, it's like people feel about never not funny. It's yeah. like, well, that's my podcast, mm-hmm. you know. And then oh, share, oh other share, share the show with your friends. Other people listen to it. <laughs> um, but a lot of my friends, like they all, when I posted that on Twitter and then like, oh my God, I, I, you know, that I saw, I've seen her in concert this many times. I've seen her this. And uh, I know Sarah Silverman and I had a conversation about her once in the past. She was the only other person I ever met that knew who I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I got the, I got the news, I was uh, driving uh, uh, and I. Uh, Except the people at those concerts. <laughs> Sorry. What? Fuck the only the with you. The only person you've ever met who who knew about her, except the people who were at those concerts. Did you, did you see her in concert? No. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said you saw her. But what's what's her concerts? No. I apologize. <laughs> well, she had concerts. Elliot, the man's grieving right before your eyes. I'm literally about to tell a story, I, a I, sentimental story. I I, I apologize. He's I misunderstood. Very, <laughs> he's very emotionally affected by the death of a person he never saw live, even I mean, though he goes to hundreds of concerts. You know what? Here's the thing. Here's full disclosure. So I never the, the one time she came to L.A. I was uh, in my time frame. She maybe she'd been here other times, but I just wasn't aware of it. The one time I was like, "Oh, good, Nancy Griffith." Oh no, I'm in Toledo. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. go. So I literally said during the pandemic, when the pandemic's over and Nancy oh. Griffith tours again, I'm gonna, I'm making a point. I will see her, even if I have to travel to make it happen. And then she passed away. So Bummer. Um, it's just sad. It's just yeah, sad. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, I, 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 I'm with you. It's ridiculous to be grieving somebody I never met, mm-hmm. and to. Uh, but uh, those songs, you know, as I mentioned on Jimmy Dorkin tape, when I bought the Storms cassette, uh, I just had their horrible breakup with Jennifer, and so that that cassette, along with Steve Perry's Love Is Strange Medicine, those two carried me. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, you have that emotional investment. So yeah, again, it. I'm not. Uh, you know, I, I don't claim to have known her. I don't claim to. Yeah. Does. Sometimes things hit you. you yeah, and it hit me. I was in the car and just was like, I got a. In fact, a fan of ours uh, tweeted at me, "Hey Jimmy, I know you're also a fan." Um, and it was like, "Well, this, why, it's not in the news or anything yet." And uh, some other country musician or folk musician posted, "I just got a phone call. Uh, I don't know if this is true, but I, I, I'm told Nancy Griffith has passed away." Hmm. And uh, this guy passed that. I'm paraphrasing that. And 
but uh, yeah, anyway, sad. Uh, so a very emotional trip to Palm Springs. Wow, yeah. A lot of, a lot of waterworks. Uh, a, lot of te- a lot of tears. A lot of tears. Tears of a clown. That's what vacation's all about. It's right, just going to let... catharsis. Letting it out. Mm-hmm. It's like White Lotus. Have you got... Did you, you guys watch the White Lotus? I have Lotus? not watched it. Danielle watched White Lotus. I was not I, a White I, Lotus I have, guy. I have watched White Speaking Lotus. Speaking of White Lotus, there's a white hat has just entered. The good One of the good guys just showed up. <laughs> hey. White Lotus, a white hat has just entered. Well, listen, I like to, uh, my, my segues are all color related. Uh, Paul F. Thomas has a matching mask to his uh, suit. Looks gorgeous. Jesus Christ. Did you expect Christ. any less, <laughs> well, I did not. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins has entered the building. We're yeah! thrilled that he has. Loud and proud. <laughs> White-hatted. Just got done. Beating the bad guys out there at the, uh, the, the OK Corral. I was gonna, Corral. That's what I was thinking, too. Uh, he actually went to the Golden Corral and had that buffet. Oh, wow. Which I'm sure still exists in the Midwest. I'm sure that they have. Uh, they went, you know what? This Why thing's did a, we ever leave here? This thing's a hoax. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? Let's, uh, we can all, in this family, as we're learning, uh, you're not going to get it from holding a salad tong, but, uh, uh, which is sad. Soup plantation's gone. Mm-hmm. My favorite Native American restaurant. <laughs> the Sioux Plantation. <laughs> Comedy. Did that joke at Largo one night. Place went bananas. Couldn't believe it. They were that mad? <laughs> they were furious. Uh, arrows came my direction. I did not know oh, it was boy. entirely a Native American crowd. <laughs> Nobody said <laughs> uh, All right, Paul of Tompkins, did you want to go wrap it up on uh, what? Nope. Uh, loaded? All right, let's take a break then. If you haven't watched it, I'm not going to spoil it for you. I just um, You went to uh, Palm Springs and stayed at a nice resort. This is about... Uh, a nice resort where terrible white people are just terrible. <laughs> oh. Well, that was the, where, the also the resort I was at. Yeah, uh, I, I would say a lot of. Uh, I, I'm going to judge books by a cover. Okay, uh, book, books by covers. Uh, JBs by the sea. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're going to JBs by the sea. Why? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say a lot of Trumpers. I'm going to say a lot of Trumpers. Oh wow! I'm going to say a lot of Trumpers. Boy, boy. I'm going to say, uh, okay. I'm just going to say it. I'm uh, Again, I'm judging. They may not have. They all could have been. Uh, they just put away their, their Biden hats and went to the pool. Yeah. <laughs> but that ain't how I'm seeing it. When you go, when you go on any vacation anywhere, I think you're going to see people who've traveled. Most places you would go, other people also traveled from somewhere else to be there, right? Yeah. And so you're, it's a crapshoot who's showing up. <laughs> and it's uh, very close to the Inland, Inland Empire. It's yeah. very close to your... Victor Vills and yeah, I because I, I, when I a couple weeks ago we were on vacation we went up to, up the coast to Cambria and uh, there's a beach a famous beach where all the elephant seals lie out there and it's really cool and you go and look at the elephant seals and I saw a woman where, with a shirt the back of the shirt said uh, you know some of the effect of uh, freedom ain't free gotta protect it and it was just a picture of a gun <laughs> on the back of a t-shirt <laughs> she bought that or was given it as a gift yeah and wore it and wore it wore either it. way wore it either. yeah and honey i'm packing for vacation to a beach right <laughs> where's my gun shirt Get my gun shirt <laughs> gotta let them know sun's out gun shirts out gotta let them liberals know how it really is oh you freedom i ain't wearing no mask i ain't afraid of no ghost <laughs> uh, all right paul of tompkins is here we're thrilled that he's joining us i want to say join us during the pandemic right was it an actual program or just on the podcastathon Paul, do you remember? Did you join us uh, for? I can't remember. I can't remember the last time I was here. I guess, uh, Garrett, if you go to the Wikipedia page. Were you on Zoom with us? I feel like you were. Definitely yes. for Parcastathon. Well, for Parcastathon. Uh, it was the ghost, the ghost character. The uh, yeah, right, 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 right. Oh. You had a great background. 
<laughs> he was in studio 2801. Oh, that's so right. And that's before the pandemic. When did wow. we when did we leave? Um, 2806 or something. Oh, so it was right before was, the pandemic. So that explains why he wasn't on during the pandemic because yeah. he was just here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, he was here 2801? And this is 20. Now he's here 2901. We kick it off right with PFT. Right, that doesn't make sense. Oh, it does. 2801 would have been six months ago. That would have been in the middle of the pandemic, not before. Oh. Was yeah. Sure? Yeah. Yeah. Nice going, Gary. I guess I thought that. Should have been. 28 was just pandemic. <laughs> I can't handle all these eyes on me at once. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to the bottom of this because I do feel like he was here that's shortly not, before we. <laughs> We're going to. But I mean. You, if you want to wait outside while we sort this out, that's perfectly. You know this show. You know we can't let. Like, sit in my car. Not running. Windows rolled up. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's gorgeous in the valley today, right? Nice and cool. Gorgeous Beautiful. In the valley right now. This is the time you want to be in. <laughs> Is that uh, You need to get me on so I can do these funny That's voices. a little Trumpy. That was a little Trumpian. Uh, why do you ruin it? No, I liked it. I, I meant it complimentary. No, it's not. That's not a compliment. That's not we a love him. You're no good for you. We're pro Trump. He's coming back. No one wants that anymore. We pushed it back two weeks. Oh. Yeah. Tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow? Oh, is it August 17th? The day he's supposed I to be I thought it was back? supposed to be the 13th. It's supposed to be the 13th. Oh, that's what, that's, well, that's okay. what the MyPillow guy said. Right. Oh, what is he? Well, he's the guy. That's who else is saying it. He's the leader. But it wasn't wasn't there like a QAnon sort of a underhanded kind a of QAnon a QAnon was the seventeenth? I, I I don't know, but that's what uh, I thought it was something like that. Or the twenty uh, third. Well listen, we gotta do anime forms. Is this a punishment for being ten minutes late? <laughs> you still listen to this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this would have all been happening. Uh, no, we would have stopped sooner. Flip flop it. All right, either way, Paul of Tompkins here. We'll take a break. We'll be back right Hey, whether you have a small business or a big business, we know that uh, finding the right crew to surround yourself with is not easy to do. Well, here's a way to make that a little bit easier for you. Thank you to our friends, Zip Recruiter. Zip, zip. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo is the way to try ZipRecruiter right now for free. Just head over there. You know what? Even if you're not hiring, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Check it out. It doesn't cost you anything. Just take a look at that. Just yeah. If you always had an idea of like, I, you know, I could I could start a small business, mm-hmm. maybe hire a couple of people. We could, you know get this thing off the ground. Get let's, let's make some widgets. Just go on there and see how easy it would be to hire the people you would need. What do you need? Like a an accountant? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. You need a personal assistant? I do. You need a I, well, I don't know like a graphic designer maybe? I do. Okay. Well, wait. Are you are you starting a business? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What is it? I should tell you that. I, by the way, I have all three of those things. Yes. I said I do to three things I actually do not need at the moment. <laughs> uh, but I am starting a business. I am selling bike chains. Oh. Strictly bike chains. Just the chain. Bikechains.com. Huh. It's my business. Are you manufacturing them yourself? I've got a team. Oh. Got a team of folks. Where'd you uh, find those people? ZipRecruiter.com. Uh, yeah. You went on. You've said, look, I'm looking for me- yeah. metal. Metal. What are the, What's that called? A metal worker? Um, Someone who ZipRecruiter knows how to find the people they that forge, are they forge the the pieces that you then mm-hmm. put together into a chain. I got a, a nice group of kids out in the garage making these things. Okay, good luck. Um, good, good luck to you. And uh, by the way, if there is such a thing as BikeChain.com, uh, I don't own that. So don't don't write the owner of that. That's your competitor. Thinking that it's me. What did I say? No, no, I don't know. I'm just saying in real life that's your competitor. Uh, yes. So do not go there. Don't, don't support him. Don't not go there. And do not send that person emails uh, <laughs> thinking that you're writing me and having fun. Uh, I don't even know if it's a real thing. Uh, it probably is. But it probably is. And you know what? I think i got to get into the bike chain game. Yeah, you do. Uh, the way to do that is for, through ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, ZipRecruiter is the way to do it. Once again, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. 
Uh, listen, this is you. You know this, uh, Belknap and and Hochberg and myself. We love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, "Hey, this is good stuff." Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah, it's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it, you'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very I think it was hipster. very of the pre-me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like, before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah. It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where. I don't I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> What's no, going on with you? We're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day oh my god oh, they got all this all sorts of things over that. there they got delicious things over there head to factormeals.com slash pardo50 use code pardo50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month that is code pardo50 at factormeals.com slash pardo50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month while your subscription is active factor good food fast Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Beep. program. Uh, episode 2901. <laughs> first episode of the new season. Yeah. Uh, Paul of Tompkins is here. Now, no. listen, here's what happened in the now break. Now, listen. <laughs> I realized <laughs> that I uh, that Oliver, because getting ready for high school, forgot to give me the uh, trivia question for this week. Mm-hmm. So Paul of Tompkins has stepped into the shoes of Oliver Griffin and said, I will come up with this trivia question. So... Uh, Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you for you. saving us. Sure. He's saving us. And you know, we are the same shoe size. <laughs> you and Oliver? You yes. and Oliver. Oh. Absolutely. But come on. This is the excuse he used getting ready for high school. He didn't use an excuse. He just forgot to send it. So when I oh, see so no him excuse. later, he'll go, Dad, I was so worried about getting to school that I, I'm, I'm anticipating that's the excuse. Wait, who mm-hmm. he, people go to school in August now? Yeah. Some I, people went back two weeks ago. That's fucked up. <laughs> when did you go? Labor Day. Yeah, after Labor Day, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. September The Tuesday we, after Labor Day. Absolutely. Yeah. We busted out of there late June, went back in September. The rest of the summer was lightning bugs, flashlight tag, going to the pool, hot dogs, a man selling ice cream, <laughs> singing Italian songs. Nice. That was Elliot. What? I threw my voice over How did, yeah. But you were, and he? Did I make a mouth shape that I would, like, as if I was doing it? Uh, no, I was not looking, oh, and okay. so I'm only hearing uh, it in here, and that could have been anybody. Oh, it could have been somebody in another room. Oh, it could have been like that movie Frequency, where it was my son from a yes. different time zone. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> different time zone. Well, I think they established it really early on, don't they? That he's talking to his dad? I guess the premise of the movie, it was probably in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, he's... T- he's Dennis Quaid? Yes. Is it Dennis Quaid? Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. 
I was I thought it was Bill Paxton for some reason, but they're interchangeable mm, for me. I bet he read for it. <laughs> um, sure. That was a movie that I never saw, but I knew from the trailer, like, that's not a good movie. But I, I had a friend, if you have one of these friends that never sees movies, mm-hmm. so that when they do see a movie, that's any movie, one. it's like, this movie is incredible. <laughs> right. Like the picture was moving. Yeah. See two more movies. <laughs> see two more. And I bet, I bet you'll have an opinion. <laughs> oh. Now, look, J- 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 Jimmy. Yes. It's great to be back. Good Thank to you have for you. having me back. Pleasure. I want to make a request. Now, look, I want to. St- first of all, let me preface this. Yes. Your house, your rules. This is your ship. Mm-hmm. You're the captain. That's right. What I'm proposing today, this is just a favor. Uh huh. I'm asking you to grant me this privilege that whenever I feel like it, I can stop whatever we're talking about and I can change the subject to one of my choosing. I'd rather that not be the case. <laughs> I did ask you for did it ask. to be a favor. But I am, uh, I, I'm going to refuse that favor. <laughs> I'm not going to grant that. I'm then not you grant leave that. me no choice but to do it anyway. <laughs> and, I figured as much. And we will part on terrible terms. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, there was no question it was going to happen anyway. <laughs> well, I appreciate but, you asking. Right? <laughs> I try to be a gentleman. It's kind of you. You did what you I'm could do, and now gentleman. he's doing what he can do. I am the captain. You, your word's not mine. That's right. Yeah. Do you know that song? I hate it so much. Everybody listen to me and return me my ship. Do you know that song? Yeah. I'm the captain. Yeah. It is that, sucks. Is that Blues Magoo? Blue. What <laughs> did you just say? Think, that can't be a real name. I think it might be Blues Magoo. Who did that? Blues Magoo. No, that's not Blues Magoo. That sounds like something Pat Nozzle would spit out on the fly. It's like a fly. mocking name. Yeah, yeah, like to make fun of something else that wasn't What's her name? Them. I don't know. Blues, Blues Magoo. Magoo. <laughs> How about that? Jackie Cation calls everything Magoo. Something Magoo. Oh, that's haircut Magoo. <laughs> um, Keeping the old traditions Maybe alive. she named this band. Uh, oh. you, you think this is a Cation joint? Is Jackie Cation a time traveler? I believe she is. How old is this group? I've never heard the song. I'm going to say the song's 1967. Yeah. 69? Yeah, oh, yeah. Somewhere in there, yeah. I'm Late your 60s. captain! It's about a mutiny. What do you think about my version? Oh. My version of me just yelling the uh, <laughs> It's not different. Would it be <laughs> I'm the your same. captain closer to home in parentheses? I'm getting closer to my home. Oh, it also, ver- a cardinal sin of the late 60s. Completely different song at the end. Like starts out happens a lot, and then this weird coda. Yeah, I don't hate the song as much as you do. I, I, it's the, it's the, the quality of the guy's voice. It's the, and it's also, it's not much of a melody. Like it just does that over and over and over again. There's not a lot of peaks and valleys. Then that dumb coda at the end. But getting closer. That one song I just heard a bunch of times recently on the bridge, or maybe on Yatra. Channel Channel Seventeen's the bridge. Um, uh, it'll come to me. It'll come. To Yacht me. Rock plays the same twelve songs. So it's it's, it's very true. My wife is a big fan of the Yacht Rock station, um, but it it you can't be going f- anywhere for more than half an hour. <laughs> uh, no, because uh, here comes, and I love it. That Ride Like the Wind by Criss Cross. I love it, mm-hmm. but uh, don't need to hear it three times on a trip to the store. Hey, ask me how I got here today. How'd you get here? Well, I took the Ventura Highway <laughs> in the sunshine. <laughs> uh, Garen, who did that Captain tune? Uh, GFR. Oh, G- GFR Grand Funk Railroad Grand Funk Railroad Grand fucking Railroad <laughs> Nope <laughs> what, did Blues, what was Blues Magoo's big hit? Grand Funk Railroad is a great name though Yeah I yeah. think that's a great band What was their big hit? I can't remember I know I know it Cover the Locomotion remember. was a huge hit for them Right But they had another one that was a huge hit Yes an original Oh we're, we're an American band 
We're, we're an American, American band. band. The very thing. The very thing. We're coming to you. We'll help your party get down. We're an American oh, band. Oh, I remember the song. Oh, go. There ain't no good times. There ain't no bad times. It's There's just you and me, and, and we just disagree. Wait, Dave Mason. That song is... One <laughs> flat line. Oh, I love it. The, oh, I, I love it. There's no, there's no dynamics to Haven't it Haven't seen all. you in a while. How you been? Have you changed your style? I love it. The great Dave Mason. We'll have to agree to disagree. On both of these. I like Subject both of these. change! No. <laughs> I have a story for Dave. you. No. This was a, uh, a, guy, a comedian that I knew in Philly years ago told me the story of this comedy club i think it was in long island yeah. a place called mr rips and it was run by this uh very sour russian guy um who was a real character and uh the uh, my friend told me two stories all right one story was about uh <laughs> this comedy team called the most brothers um one of the most brothers at one point had died and so the remaining most brother got a different guy to join the act and you know uh, uh, not a, not an original most not brother? a not an original most brother but they still went as the most brothers. yes yeah yeah because yeah. they had the name. perfectly good act and it's yeah. like hey why should i lose my living just because he lost his life <laughs> did you ever see the sklars when they had that phil and sklar brother <laughs> same thing yes Chuck Sklar. And it was weird. <laughs> Very strange, right? Very strange. Yeah. Right. And it's like, you guys aren't twins. Why are you saying that you're twins? <laughs> yeah, stop it. So uh, when the the new Most Brothers making his debut in the Most Brothers, they're backstage in the green room and the owner is looking at them, like scowling at them. He's like, he's just scowling at them. And finally he goes, you are not Most Brothers. <laughs> you are imposter. <laughs> Ah, Mr. Rip? No, he was, I, I don't know if he was actually Mr. Rip himself. <laughs> the other story was he was Angel Salazar was performing at, at Mr. Rip's. Check it out. And that was his catchphrase. Backstage, uh, Mr. Rip, I guess we're calling him now, <laughs> yeah. says to another another comic, I do not like this Angel Salad bar. <laughs> <laughs> If he is so great, why is he playing Mr. Rip? Shit on his own club! His own club! His own club! He was aware. Mr. Rip gets it. Mr. Rip gets it. First of all, you're not going to fool him. Doesn't make improvements, but gets it. <laughs> <laughs> I am what I am. Yeah, I know this place is a shithole. Uh, I love it. What is it? Was Angel Salazar? Was he in Punchline? Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. Check it out. That's Check a, it out. That's a very Salazar. elite group. The few comics that got cast in the big Hollywood movie about stand-up comedy that did not really capture... <laughs> and, then and then those people did not explode. No. Like, I'm no. sure they all thought... Yeah. Mary Sobel? Mary Sobel did explode. Pam Ad I like Pam Addison a lot. Uh, she was, uh, she was a comic. I can't remember. Very cute redhead. Uh, straight hair, that's what I'm doing Shit. here. Shit. I don't remember. Out. I remember so little about that movie. I remember the the comedy was not good but it was performed well Sally yes. Field and Tom Hanks they did a good job of making it sound like stand-up comedy honestly the biggest problem in stand-up comedy representations in TV and film is the audience it's the laugh track because they'll just put they're afraid of the silence yeah. so they'll just put laughs for setups and it's like yeah, no yeah, one's yeah, yeah, laughing yeah. at setups yeah but um I remember Tom Hanks having the breakdown because somebody flicked a frog eye on him in med school <laughs> Uh, but then, but yeah. his, his father was in the audience, though, right? Yes. And, Kurt Wood Smith was it? Kurt Wood Smith, oh. everyone's dad for many years. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that is so uncomfortable. That scene where he bombs yeah. in, in front of the 
casting people yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Tonight Show people or something. Yeah. I did not hate that movie when it came out because I was new into comedy and I liked just anything about what I was getting involved with. I was in comedy enough at that point that I was primed to hate it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That we all, we all kind of went you know, loaded for bear. All, all of my friends were like, okay, let's see this. And then, of course, it was like the locker rooms and all that shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that existed anywhere or if they just made that up solely well, for that movie. Well, weren't there lockers at the Laugh Factory here in Los Angeles? Like right next to the bathroom, there was like a, a row of lockers. I don't know if they were just Is decoration. That tr- I don't remember that yeah. at all. I've, I've only been there a few times. Uh, oh, big, uh, big uh, outbreaks, COVID outbreaks at the Laugh Factory and the Comedy Store. Oh, uh, surprising. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy store doesn't places. surprise me at all. No, that, that that would be the number one. Yeah, that's spot. a fucking petri dish. Yeah, that is those Rogan idiots. They're all <laughs> over there roasting each other. They're, they're, we're gonna just roast. You just know, roast. I, the, there's a the guy. I don't know if he's still there, but I did a um, uh, a live show there, a live podcast there, somebody's podcast that I guested on. And the guy who was the booker, I guess, had been there not that long. And he was like, hey, if you ever want to come down here and do spots, like, I know the reputation that the place has had, but we're trying to change it and everything. And, you know, we'd love you. We'd love to have you there. And he named, like, other comics that I knew. And I was like, oh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for telling me. And the next day, there was, like, a report of somebody getting stabbed in front of the club. No, No, that's not his fault. But... (laughs) You sure? It sort of it sort of fit in with the read, comedy story that the I story knew. Story again. It was his fault. He actually stabbed the guy. <laughs> you know what's funny? I did a, a, a similar thing there, and it must be the same guy. Mm-hmm. Got the same speech. Yeah. You know, we're trying to change things. We're trying to. So and so has been here. So please come yeah, yeah, back. Yeah. And he, they must be trying, and yeah. it's not working because it is truly just the same. Well, it's negative I mean, energy roast. Sir. And, and by the way, I like I like a roast. I'm not shit on roast. Sure, sure, sure. But it's too much. Too much. It's like that's the that's the prevailing thing. Yes. And it's like there's a lot of people that think that's just what comedy is. Yeah. Right. Is like shitting on people, and it's like that's there's other shades. <laughs> you know, there's other things you could talk about. Not sure. at the comedy store. But that but that place. I'm I'm not a big woo woo energy guy, but that place Hate has it. bad Dude, energy. Absolutely. You walk bad energy. Yeah. I've performed there a total of three times mm-hmm. and because I don't, I'm, I, I'm not comfortable. Yeah. And yeah. because you walk in and say, like, I don't like this energy. <laughs> and then I bring that on stage too. And then I yeah. don't, I don't do very well because the whole time I'm like, right. well, at some point somebody's going to yell at me because that's what they do here. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I don't know if I ever got yelled at there. Have you gotten like no. people like, sir, where are you going? Like that kind of shit? <laughs> <laughs> no. In fact, you can just walk around and nobody ever stops you. I got that one, man. I did. Do you remember comics in New York? I was in the meatpacking district. I X, and I want to say Bobby Collins was a part owner of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it he, of was... course, how did he, how did he get there? Continental. That's right. <laughs> Good if you If you take nothing else from his comedy, <laughs> know that he flies on Continental. <laughs> By the way, he and I have the same doctor. And uh, so I, uh, I think about Bobby Collins an unfair amount of time in my life. Mm-hmm. Do you ask questions of the doctor like, What's going on with Bobby inside? He did ask me about Bobby Collins' career, and I didn't know how to answer what? it. What? Uh, that's fucking horrible. Yeah, he's like, and then he asked Bobby about yours. Got to imagine, right? And he probably has the same answer. Yes. Yeah. You know what? Never really made it. <laughs> Does Bobby? Do you know him? Does Bobby know you? Uh, Bobby did uh, National Lampoon's really Funny Money. The games were a big laugh. Get your big, uh, big bucks, and then get you canceled. Yeah. Um, and he had the greatest tan and white teeth I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And then he's a funny. I think he's got funny yeah. the bones, and then. Uh, uh, you chose not to use it all the time. Mm-hmm. 
I always liked Bobby Collins. He always got shit on though by. I by never others. had a problem with Bobby. I think you know what I think is a lot of times if you don't if you if your material turnover is not as brisk as some other people's, it's <laughs> yes. sort of like, okay, what are you doing here? Uh, I, <laughs> like, I, I you you could write some more stuff. At <laughs> risk of uh, repeating this for the four hundredth time on the show, uh, one time uh, I'm up in my bedroom and my mom is watching oh, even yeah. the improv. And, I thought this was going to be spicy. Uh, no, uh, Bobby Collins is doing his uh, is that, and my mom to the TV. So he goes, and I, I'm not caught that up. My mom goes, "Do you have any other jokes, <laughs> <laughs> or does this guy have any other bits or something?" And I came running down, and she goes, "It's this guy hanging with the Continental." <laughs> my mom. But again, I, I I worked with him one time. I had a great time with mm-hmm. him. I off stage, I found him to be really really funny. And uh, you know, I'm sure I've never met him, but I've ne- I've really never heard a bad thing about him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's that yeah, there, that's that era, you yep. know, of like, because I remember when I started, he was of course like an established yes. headliner. You know, he was he was a big deal. He was not he was not like, you know, there was there was famous within the community. You know what I mean? Where it's yep. like this guy is a big deal. You know, yes. these there are certain dudes that even though they are not household names, they are you know they're they like destroy everywhere mm-hmm. they go and you know, whatever. And I I don't remember ever hearing a bad thing about. No, him. no. Did you ever meet a guy named David Say? No, but I know tell of. I heard okay. tell of uh, a great you know tell, great yeah. stories. Uh, no tell motel. <laughs> um, he uh, I worked with him a couple times, and I liked that he would he would always he was extremely low energy. Right. Like not low energy, but he was quiet. Yes. He was like almost an ASMR comedian. <laughs> like he didn't he didn't talk about this. This was it. And he delivered all this stuff like this. And it was there was something that was very soothing about <laughs> it. Really close on the mic. But he would when I am what I MC for him, he would say, Don't say headliner, just say here's the last guy. Oh. Every time. And I was like, Yeah, okay. Yeah, I get that. It's like because <laughs> I guess headliner makes it seem like he's going to be higher energy than he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing I remember, the bit I remember of his the most was he talked about going to Paris and he's checking into a hotel and there's a TV in the lobby and they're showing the Planet of the Apes and it's dubbed in French. And he's laughing at it. And the 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 woman behind the desk is trying to help him, and he's like, <laughs> and he keeps laughing, and she's not laughing, and you know. So I said to her, "Sweetheart, don't you understand? These apes are speaking French." <laughs> <laughs> I have thought about that every, so many times. I would think about it every day if I witnessed so it. So many times I've thought about that. Oh my god! Say it again for me. <laughs> Sweetheart, don't you understand? These apes are speaking French. <laughs> you were about to say a story, though, about comics, and then we got uh, off on a Bobby Collins tangent. Yes, about the way... It was like one of those... Um, uh, it was a rude awakening, right? I played that club like half a dozen times. Always had a good time there. I was always treated very well, you know. And then one time I went to see a show there that a friend of mine was in. It was like a staged, you know, reading of something, comedy thing. And so I was just in the audience. And at one point I went to the men's room and then I came back and I forget, like, I think I was just like on my way back to the showroom or something. And immediately somebody, like I turned a corner and somebody was like, sir, where are you going? Can I help you, sir? Like yelling at me. And 
I, immediately I was like, oh no, this is how everyone has been treated when they've come to see me. Yeah, right? <laughs> my, my fans, my friends, strangers, you know, like anytime they've come to this club, they've been treated like garbage. Uh. And they had a weird thing where you had to, you got a ticket that proved you paid your bill. Oh, to, to give on you your way like out? some what? big ticket. Yes, yes, yes. It's oh, called a receipt. Is it not? It, it was more than a receipt. Like you couldn't, it was somehow, I guess they thought people were going to beat the receipt or right. or fake right. it or something. So you had to get this fucking special pink ticket to, to be released from the club. Jesus. You know, Zanies did that for a while. Zanies, uh, back in the old days, you would, you would give this thing and you had yeah. to give it to prove. That's but, not very zany. <laughs> no, it was Bob Zany. He would, he would give out tickets. <laughs> To, and then you would walk around to prove that you saw him. Yeah. Remember when Bob Zaney was a cigar guy, but he was too young to be a cigar guy? Yes. <laughs> like, Bob, yeah, I understand. You're not there yet. Yes. <laughs> you can be a Hawaiian shirt guy for a while longer and then go and then in and be a cigar it's guy. It's business, baby. <laughs> I was like Bob, too. Always had fun with Bob on like the road. Bob. It's a funny guy. Another guy with funny in his bones. Right. Come on. What's his real name? Do you know? It's, believe it or not, Zanny. With with two ends, with two, yeah, I just took out one of the ends out. Is <laughs> that true? I feel like you're funning me. I don't know. You're that's what funning I was me. I'm just giving you the information I was told. Jardo, you are funning me. <laughs> no, not my name. Neither of my names. It's you. You're telling me. Yes. You won't answer to Jardo. No. Why would I? Because it's most of your name. Yeah, but then I would go. Well, it's Pardo, and then I would then I would, then I would hope that person would get mad and go. Right, it's you. Yeah, of course, Pardo. It's Jimmy Pardo Jardo. Nobody would do that. It, I'm doing it several times for humor. Am I? Yeah. Or am I deadly serious, Jardo? <laughs> I don't dislike Jardo to be honest with you. See, it the feels more, very Star Wars. The more you, it, it feels exactly. very Star Wars. Ikatutu Jardo. Is the people gonna joke? <laughs> uh, Jar Jar Binks, who was uh, named that? Uh, no, who did, who did Jar Jar Binks name? That I said, uh, Issa Rae. Yeah, Issa Rae. Jar Jar Binks named her. Issa Rae gonna be in show? <laughs> that poor guy. That mm. that uh, fucking poor guy. Everyone was so he. best. He was so excited. This is the first fully CGI character. He yeah. gets to voice it and do the, you know, all the the uh, uh, the physicality and everything. Mm -hmm. And then people just fucking <laughs> hate him. They hated him. Hate him. Poor guy. He, he didn't. He, and he did a good job. He did a good he did a job. job. He didn't write the script. No. That was the problem. Yeah. Well, that was a problem. Hated. He got total script. He's <laughs> a rake on a show. <laughs> He's a nice guy. I'm a guest. He was. I've on heard he's a nice guy. Yeah. That's fantastic. And I he hosted him. the uh, the game show that Oliver was on. The oh uh, yeah the, yeah. The oh, he was on that Star Wars Temple or whatever it's called. Yeah, I wanted to see that Mary Mary Ho Mary Holland. Very funny. Yeah. The, did voice the voice of, of the robot. She did. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, Oliver and she had a reunion on this very show, and Mary was on. And he was excited to have because uh, they did not meet there. Right. He met the robot. She was like in a room with a microphone. Of course. Yeah. Somebody else was the robot. The moving robot. Yes. I don't. I think they could have just had her do both. Don't you think? I don't know why. Yeah, why you not? Had to split it up. Why not? I don't, she seems. I'm Mary Holland. I, mean, I don't want to sit in a robot. Yeah. I, I guess How she much did the robot it. have to move? Not, I don't think it moved at all. Right. Like he just essentially did this. Right. Yeah. What? Oh, you're very good at this. Thank you. Do, uh, do Taft. At the, Taft. The, the, the Hall of uh, Presidents. Oh. Do him. Uh, let's see. You know what? I, I got a special bathtub built for me. <laughs> Love it. Give me, uh, give me, uh, give me Polk. 
for. Did you ever hear that they might be giant song about me? <laughs> <laughs> I got time for two more. Um, Matt, would you? Do you have a request? I'm trying um, to go. I'm trying to go away from the usuals, mainly because yeah. I can't remember any. I, I literally panicked. They thought there was only two presents. I Absolutely, Van Buren. Oh yeah, oh, Van Buren. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Do you recall when I was played by Anthony Hopkins? <laughs> I'm probably wrong, but <laughs> wasn't that who was in Amistad? Why would they give you those words then, sir? <laughs> to make it relatable. I understand, but if it, if it wasn't him. this is Here's what you don't understand. They're trying to make the presence more relatable in that exhibit. That's why they're all, all in right. sweats now. Well, they're all in the uh, jacking suits? They're all in oh, sweats. that's nice. Yes. I'm glad they can be comfortable. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> they deserve it. They worked all hard. Day. They yeah. served this country. Yeah. Barack Obama went from a full head of hair to graying balding. Mm-hmm. It's a tough Is job. Is he balding? Yeah, he's thinning. <laughs> he keeps a close crop, so you can't yeah, really tell you the really difference. Yeah, you really can't tell. He's playing games with you. Yeah. It's like, Andre, it's like Andre Brower. You don't know if it's yeah, like bald or gray deal? or what's happening. <laughs> what's his <laughs> deal? <laughs> I forgot how long Patrick Stewart held on to the horseshoe. Mm. He had a little longer than you. Than yeah. you uh, it looked good, though. Do you he, know what I mean? He really made a... Because like, he was considered sexy. And so he really... For, for like a brief period of time, men with that horseshoe hair could feel good about themselves mm. in a way that they never did before or since. Yeah, but everybody else was they like were wrong, Mr. though. Mr. Hooper on <laughs> Sesame <laughs> Street, right? Didn't he have? Yeah. He kept it close cropped. He, and of he, course, it was it was like salt and pepper. It looked really good. But he has a great head. He's an attractive man. Mr. Hooper? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Hooper. <laughs> Who are we talking about? <laughs> Shaft. Mr. Hooper's my hall pass. <laughs> Wait, I, can't, I suddenly can't picture Mr. Hooper. Maybe I'm wrong about his hair. Maybe I'm thinking of a puppet. You might no, be Mr. Hooper, you might you're be, not wrong. You might be thinking of the other guy. Who am I thinking of? Gordon? Not, no, Gordon. David. Was, Gordon was bald. Was it David? No, David was not there bald. It was like a Latino guy. Luis. That's Luis. He had a full head there, of hair. There was a Gordon. Still does. A Luis. Okay. There was a Bob. There was a Maria. Maria. Maybe I'm thinking of Bob. Think, what was the, the deaf lady's name? Oh, boy. Uh. Mr. Hooper had like a trident. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, it's nice to see him again. He died when I was the age that I was watching Sesame Street. Oh, Jesus. And you so lost Hooper? They had to deal with it on the show, and yeah. I had to deal with it as an audience member. All of the cast put sunglasses down and said, deal with it. <laughs> that's how they oh, talked so to you. Wow. Saw that yeah, that's how they talked kids <laughs> that Mr. Hooper died. Well, you know what? They had their backs to the camera, and then Big Bird said, go. And then they, all the human characters turned around, put sunglasses down, and said, deal with it. A lot of people don't remember. And then they Bird him, was the director of yeah, that show. They showed Mr. Cooper lying. Mr. Hooper lying in state. They showed him. <laughs> yeah. Open casket. Yep. And then w- weird choice. They then just tipped the casket into Oscar the Grouch's trash can and dumped yeah. him oh, into the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how they chose to dispose of his the body. The headboard of the casket was a, was on a hinge. <laughs> yeah. This is it. I, I don't remember this episode at all. Television history. I mean, I just watched the documentary about Sesame Street. Why you'd think they would have covered this? I don't like to talk about it because if you get the if you get the director's cut, Big Bird cut. (laughs) Oh, the Big Bird cut, the Big Bird cut. You will see the full thing. You know what? I look forward to seeing it. Do you remember on Sesame Street? Yes, there was an episode where they revealed that Snuffleupagus was not uh, imaginary. Yeah, and uh, Maria had a psychotic break. I don't remember very, that part of it. It was a very powerful episode. <laughs> it was a very powerful episode. Mm. It was about mental health. But yeah. she, she, you know, she, of course, believed that he was fake. And then when she saw him, 
she just couldn't her brain could not couldn't handle yeah. it she couldn't handle it well she i mean she had, she had given big bird such a hard time all those years she right. felt guilty oh, well there's the guilt on top of it oh, but yeah. it's sure. also he's you know if you think he's fake and then you see him so he's, he's pretty scary it's a shocking uh he's a large beast he's yeah. large and how so, did you miss him beautiful yeah. eyelashes, the eyelashes oh those eyelashes were gorgeous do you think they're real no <laughs> right they're they too perfect they have to be perfect. they're too perfect yeah the way they sway in the breeze. I mean, that's my eyelashes don't do that. Secret. <laughs> what, what's, that, what's it called? I can't think of the word. Eyelash, mascara? Uh, mascara? Mascara. Mascara. You know they have magnetic eyelashes now. I do know that. What? You, 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 put a, you, put a, you put a special kind of mascara on your eyes that has metal in it. And then the magnets, I think, are in oh. the, are the eyelashes. And... And they just pop that it sounds in. safe as hell. I think it's safer than glue. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> Although, ever since I got the uh, vaccine, metal's just sticking to me like fucking crazy. Yeah. I have so many keys on my chest. <laughs> right? Yeah. At any given moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them aren't even my keys. <laughs> but, oh, no. And I'm you like, I feel bad. You yeah. walk past it and yeah. just... I'm constantly on next door taking selfies of my chest. <laughs> Are any of these keys yours? <laughs> Meet me at the dog park. I won't have a dog. <laughs> Are you allowed to go to the dog park if you don't have a dog? Just a park, right? I don't I, think they can no, stop you. No, it's not. It's a dog park because there's no grass. It's because they, 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 they constantly are running. Because mm. I feel like I like dogs so much, and I feel like I would like to go and just see a bunch of dogs. Maybe not around. now. Maybe not during the vid. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you wait? 2022, I think, is your dog park year. Come mm. on, outdoors. I'm not going to an indoor in, in dog door park. Uh, you want hey. to do it? <laughs> Did you ever go inside a dog and there's a bunch of doors in there? <laughs> Am I blowing your mind, Jardo? You're my favorite. <laughs> if you open up a dog and there's doors inside, <laughs> you might be an LSD redneck. You might be on psychedelics. Hey, that's my catchphrase. You might be on psychedelics. Absolutely. Oh, I sell shirts, yes. bumper stickers, Here's your sign. LSD. Uh, Paul, I just sell, yeah, I sell LSD. Maybe a, a CBD. You should just sell... Uh, that's legal. Yeah. I, I have it's not two, as much fun. <laughs> yeah. You know? I have two options for you, Paul, if you want to go to the dog park. Options? <laughs> you can, Give me the options. You can borrow my dog and take him to the dog park if you want to. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, happy to let you take him. What kind? Look, I haven't seen you in a while. What kind of dog are we talking about here? He's a, um, he's little. He's like a, he looks like a uh, corgi dachshund size And guy. he smells like one, <laughs> hey. two. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered a time when we didn't know each other very well. And maybe I've told this story on the show before because it's a very funny moment. Oh, you came to my old apartment to record AST radio. Yeah, yeah. And my neighbor, we shared a front yard and my neighbor had a very scary pit bull. And um, and she would just leave it in the front yard all the time. And you came over to record the show. And and so this, from my perspective, what happened was you knocked on the door. I opened the door and you said, I met the dog because <laughs> like I heard crazy barking like, when you were like, at the, the gate. The faintest recollection. Yeah. Of this. Uh, Jonesy. He's jo no longer with us. That's a good name. Well, yeah. no, that was a long time ago. <laughs> you murdered him on the way out, I think is what happened. Uh, you can cut this out, right? Uh, yeah, we got it. Okay. But my other option for you is just take a camera. If you have a nice camera, take a nice camera to the dog park and just pretend you're a dog casting director and you're taking pictures of dogs for your uh You don't for your think job. the camera <laughs> is maybe a little more... <laughs> 
it's a little more uh, attention getting than just sitting there. But then you and have smiling a, at dogs. <laughs> I, I think that's a red flag because if you're just standing there, going, mm, people are going to. I'd think sit something. on the bench. Mm. But let me ask you this: Couldn't he do that? Like, if you go, you could be a creep that goes to a children's park yeah. without a kid, and they just assume your kid's running around. That's true. Couldn't that be I, the same at a dog no, park? No, they do not, especially not with a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> they, no one assumes. Like, I think the people know the other parents and stuff. They look around. They go, they're, "Who's with him?" Yes, there's because the kid would, no kid would ever come up to me and say tie my shoe or whatever give me my give me my bologna um (laughs) (laughs) but a dog dog park it's like i i think it should be allowed right i I think jimmy's right i think because people aren't as paying as much attention at a dog park they they would see you there and just assume your dog is somewhere Yeah, your dog's running around or or, or you're with your significant other and their dog yeah she's walking around or if they see you yeah. walk in without a dog, they go, oh, he must be meeting his yeah, friend. He, meets, he must sorry. be meeting your dog here. <laughs> he must be meeting your dog. <laughs> On his turf. <laughs> but, but I, I, <laughs> make him comfortable. Yeah, exactly. I, I would say, though, do not feed the dogs. No. What do you take me for? I Elliot. Mean, I mean, you're in a cowboy hat. What would that means? I feed strange dogs. I mean, it's I don't think anything's possible under God's son. <laughs> Jesus. He got you there, Paul. <laughs> that is the Son of God, Jesus. Don't feed the dogs. What the fuck is going on over here today? He's not. He's not going. He's not throwing Wonder Bread to the birds in the park. <laughs> Do you like this? <laughs> yeah. I thought any outside animal likes this. <laughs> just I'm anything so I find in the park. By the advice. <laughs> I'm just saying. You, you, if you go to a dog park, he wasn't you, going to. Nobody would ever do that. It's still good advice. It's <laughs> good advice to someone who needs it. <sighs> <laughs> not to someone who doesn't. <laughs> I did. I, you know, I had dog friends in my neighborhood that yep. I would visit during quarantine. I go on walks and I'd see these dogs, wonderful dogs. I was afraid to pet them. Yeah. Because what if it's transmissible and there was all this shit. Mm. Finally, I got some rubber gloves. I got some surgical gloves. But is that the same? And no. y- you're worried about going to a dog park, but you're going to pull gloves on to pet a dog in their neighborhood. That's that looks crazy. Did people allow it? Why it, it? I will grant you. Under normal circumstances, yes, it would look crazy. Under, I guess under in COVID, you know, yeah. COVID, but yes, people allow it. They're not around. But oh, oh, oh! They're just the in dogs the yard. are just out in the yard. Oh, yeah. okay. I see. I would come up and meet them through the fence. I just, I pictured you walking down the street. You see someone coming towards yeah, you with a dog on a leash, and you're just like, <laughs> and my and my dog feeding advice is crazy. It just like yeah, it is. Your dog feeding advice <laughs> yeah, is the worst fucking the thing that's ever now, been said on this re- show. In retrospect, oh, it's even crazier given my the lengths I go to yeah. to be safe with these dogs. Right. I have never been so <laughs> insulted in all my life. You invite me here, Jardo, to have a civil conversation amongst gentlemen. And then this I is know. the affront to which I have treated. I apologize. I say, sir, I you oh you did apologize. Yeah. All right. I was going to say you owe me an apology. Well, I did. No, I, well, that's why I didn't say it. He cut you off at the past, didn't he? He really did. With that apology. That's right. More cowboy talk. <laughs> <laughs> now, would you ever, because now that I'm picturing this whole scenario, mm-hmm. and now I want to see a dog version of the famous Howie Mandel glove on the head bit. <laughs> did you ever just give one of the extra gloves to the dog, see you what know, you would do with it? They were comedy snobs. <laughs> <laughs> And they wouldn't do it, but they right. did. They would listen to Bill Hicks material all day long. <laughs> sure. Good government. Bill uh, has these five <laughs> rules of comedy, and we hang them in the green room at the club so that the comics know what to oh, do. I can't. I, what were they again? Oh, I couldn't tell you for a million dollars. 
I sort of remember this. And yeah, some uh, clubs would hang that. Today. I want to know, Garen. Can you look that up? And by the way, they're just obvious common things. sense. Yeah, yeah. Like don't feed the dogs a dumper. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it, was, it was worth it. It was worth it. Don't unplug the microphone. <laughs> Hicks knew it, man. He knew it. He said, face the audience when you talk. Hicks. Hicks. Oh, look at this guy following Hicks's rules. Number four, tell jokes. Hicks. <laughs> what? Th this would be Bill Hicks's principles of comedy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here oh, there's boy. 12 of them. Too, oh, too many. Too <laughs> <laughs> oh, many. All right. Go ahead. If you can see yourself on stage, nobody else can be you, and you have the law of supply and demand covered. All right. Number two. What? The <laughs> act is something you fall back on if you can't think of anything else to say. No, he's wrong. What? Wow. Only uh, unless you're me. Unless you're, unless you're, doing, my, yeah. unless you're doing my stupid act. Apparently, Jimmy saw this last day. Yeah. I stopped reading after number two <laughs> and just just got on stage. But for a normal person, that's no, a crazy thing to completely. Tell you tell Wendy Liebman that? No, yeah. Wendy Liebman goes like up you with go up on stage with zero material, and then <laughs> if you have to, do your act. <laughs> and job is material. Nuts. And what? The job is the material. job is yes. The job is material. All right, go number three. It's Elliot's list. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the, the, feet, the, the heat we're going to get on this. <laughs> shit on Bill Hicks. Elias List is the same thing, only paraphrased. <laughs> yes. There you go. <laughs> go ahead. Only do what you think is funny, never just what you think they will like, even though it's not that funny to you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'll, I'll go yeah. along with that. Sure. Yeah, I'll go along with that. Never ask them, is this funny? You tell them this is funny. Great, okay. Again, these are... Uh, I don't know when that comes up. <laughs> Guys, is this funny? <laughs> is this funny? <laughs> After every bit. <laughs> Was that funny? Is that funny? Okay. So we're up to seven, yes. Five, no. <laughs> oh, boy. That, that ratio is not great, by the way. So I'm sorry, guys. My buddy Scam is calling again. Oh, my, just send this word to This is out. a bad time to have that name. Oh, man. It's a bad time. Uh, number five? Yep. You are not married to any of this shit. If something happens, taking you off on a tangent, never go back and finish a bit. Just move on. Oh. Never. <laughs> never. I, I, never give I, them I, the satisfaction. I agree and disagree with that. It, depend, it depends where you're at. And it, if, if you feel you need to go back because the audience is going to be like, yeah, but what about the blah, blah? Also, yeah. if you can get back to that bit what? in a smooth way, people, will, people will go crazy. Oh, yeah. No question. That's exciting. Those, yeah. those, are, those are great moments. Yeah. Anyway, okay, Bill. <laughs> half half a, glance. And by the way, I like Bill Hicks. I'm not sure. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He as, was funny. As an audience member, I will say, I it would kind of drive me nuts if if someone started something and never finished it. Like I don't yes. want, I don't like If that. it felt unfinished. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. If it felt unfinished. But there, there are some going? riffs where you could stop in the middle and nobody would know any better. Probably. Absolutely. It's true. And again, you're riffing because you went up on stage with nothing prepared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the goal. That's with, apparently. With the act as a parachute. <laughs> <laughs> Go right answer. Never ask the audience how you doing people who do that can't think of an opening line they came to see you tell them how they're doing asking that stupid question up front just digs a hole i i, I know you're i'm interrupting but you know when, when you meet somebody i i i I'll, I'll, that's the first piece of advice they always say to the young comics don't say how are you or mm -hmm. it's a, that's what you do when you meet people mm -hmm. it's true but i i i feel that is valuable because it's like it's nothing you know it is nothing it's I, nothing it, at best it's a gauge of where the audience's energy is up top mm -hmm. but i do think it is i i i i agree with the point of this is like you are supposed to be in control of the move i agree with that and it's also it's just a waste of time Mm. It is, but it's at the same time, though, I think sometimes you need the segue from nothing I, to, if you just start going, I'm at the store. No, no, no. 
but you yeah. can you you there's other things you can do besides just launching a new material. You could say hi everybody. Sure, of course. You know, you could you, yeah. could you could you could do all that's sorts what, of fun. That's what Doug like, Benson says. You're using Doug Benson's opening line. <laughs> <laughs> I I do feel like there are audiences who who will get mad at you if you start with jokes oh yes they'll be like what is happening you didn't break us in at all like yeah that that i've felt that before i think you can greet them in a funny way yeah, yeah. that's conversational okay. or whatever it doesn't yeah, have yeah. to be like this doesn't depend on them like i it's it is funny when you watch younger comics and there's a lot of especially in clubs there's a lot of question asking oh there a lot of a lot questions. of poll taking like does anybody know about this and it's like it tell them where, about where it. My it dog people at? You guys yeah have, go, where are my dog people we got at? dog we got dogs out there you guys have dogs <laughs> You ever feed them? <laughs> at the park? <laughs> <laughs> you ever feed a at the park? Who doesn't have dogs out here? <laughs> Who doesn't have dogs? <laughs> now, where are my cat people at? <laughs> Please continue, Garon. Uh, to finish that last one, oh, yeah. this is the most common oh, mistake made by performers. I want to leave as soon as they say that. Okay. Right, so William just that specific phrase. Yeah. Doesn't like, how okay. you doing? Fine. Uh, right when entertains Wait a minute. What if you're Joey? Tribbiani injured. It, it, oh, you man. have to open with that line. That's your catchphrase. Yeah. Is there any footage of him doing stand-up? No, but surprisingly, they did not write that into an episode. That, it seems like and something. that's why. They should And have. that's why. Because they were trying to make a point. This is just for one-on-one -on -one interactions. Mm. This is not for addressing a group. Fair. Yeah. And he would Fair. say it in a lascivious, a lascivious way. Lascivious. <laughs> lascivious way. He would say it in a lascivious way. He would say it in a, Make it show. Uh, uh, I can't believe they didn't do that, that, that oh, show. It's suddenly in the 90s. In the it seems like how did they not make him do stand up once? Could I be any more lascivious? Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Sean. <laughs> how are you doing? That's Sean Connery as Chandler Bing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Wonderful. Go ahead, sir. Right when, wait, wait, what? right when entertains you. If you can't be funny, be interesting. You haven't lost the crowd. Have something to say and then do it in a funny way. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, th I think that encourages people that shouldn't really be on stage. Did he really say any of this? <laughs> like, do we know that Bill Hicks actually sat down and said, here are my 12 principles? That's a very good <laughs> question. Right? I have no idea. It'd be crazy if someone just attributed this all to him with him all, having no knowledge of it. It's all pre-internet. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was right. not like people writing shit down. Yeah. I don't know. But you know what? I could see him doing it. Seems like I, the kind I of guy who I could also see would've... him just saying yeah. this stuff in conversation. So yeah. we go, aha, there's another Hicks. Mm -hmm. I, I see him nailing this to the door of a comedy club. Like, the, you know, Luther style. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Luther style. <laughs> for a taste of his methodology, see the list below. Once posted on the wall of Atlanta's Laughing Skull Comedy Club. That's yes. Yeah. That's, oh. that's where I saw it. I did too. Wait, but the Laughing Skull, was that open when he was still alive? No. no. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> no, but the, but the owner was, you know. Big fan. There's the, there's that group of guys that just idolize Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, he's a great comic, mm -hmm. but he's not what they think he is. Right. Oh, Bill never would have done that. You don't, you don't, you never, you didn't fucking know him. It was never. He was a clown in the, in, the, in a comedy condo? Yeah. He was a jackass comic like all of yes. us. Yes. Like, comedians were never supposed to be exalted like that. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, yeah, you can have, you can have your comedic heroes and everything, but you're not supposed to raise these people to the level, level of like Socrates or something, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. And it's also like a lot of that, because it's comedy, a lot of stuff doesn't hold up. You know what right. I mean? A lot of it does not. A lot of it doesn't hold up. It's wild. Although like, I will say, the first time I heard that dangerous, cause I, and again, I cassette because I was on the road, uh, I, I laughed at every every single thing sure. you said. I thought it was phenomenal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I, I worked with him once for a week at the Funny Bone in Philadelphia, and it was it was just me and him. I just did like a short opening set and brought him on, and I watched him every night, and it was incredible. You know, it was Agreed. magical. Yeah. It was great. But again, it's like comedy is comedy. 
and it's it's you know the, I, when people cite that George Carlin politically incorrect bit, have you watched that in a while? No, I've not. It does not hold up at all, at all. He starts off by saying essentially why the N word isn't that big a deal. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> and of course, says the N word. Um, uh, he like explains why, like when it's okay and when it's not okay. You know what I mean? Um, then he goes on to say that politi- political cor- correctness is all about obscuring the truth and 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 softening us and making us babies and all this shit. And his example is the term shell shock. Right. That we used to say. You, are you know this bit? Yes. We used to say shell shock, and then we started to say this this softer term. Then we started to say battle fatigue, and then uh, then we started to say post traumatic stress disorder. And it's like, okay, that one I don't think is softening anything. <laughs> no, you got trauma, you yeah. got stress, and you got disorder and post. Yeah, <laughs> the cereal company. That's yeah. disgusting. All They're all their cereals. But it's like, well, they wanted you to not masturbate, or was the, that Kellogg? All of the examples of political correctness gone amok. They never hold up. They never hold yeah. up. It's like, this is just, we're moving forward. That's all it is. Yes. And words are yeah. changing. That's all it fucking is. We're a little bit more aware of things. But it's like, all of the warnings that we've gotten, they've never led anywhere. They've right. never led anywhere. Everything's fine. These same people that are yelling about it, they've been able to yell about it for decades. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. It never stopped anyone from saying what they wanted, and no. it also never hurt anybody no. to like stop there's, to say, "Hey, maybe don't be." Yeah, like, there's no thought that. police. Yeah. There's no thought police. It's it's just fine. being considerate. I think that's the more generalized way of saying it. Louis C.K. just sold out a, a room in Madison Square Garden, five thousand people. Right. This week. This past week. Yeah. 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 Big, big lit up sign behind him saying the word "sorry." Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. You ironically yeah. put up a sign behind you. Took a step back to listen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go on, please, Garrett. Number eight. I close my eyes and walk out there, and that's where I start. Honest. <laughs> I, I don't think he... I don't... I, 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 there's no way. Well, that's just dangerous. Do not close your eyes before you walk onto the stage. You might trip on something. No, you gotta know where you're going. It's a bad idea. Yeah, my cords. Yeah, there's. A I would lot say of close things. your eyes before you go out on stage. Take a moment and then do it, they but not at the same time. Right. Yes. Thank you. This is really dangerous. Sometimes they have steps up to the stage. Right. You can't see them if you're closing your what eyes. You stool? can't. Do you what know about there, the stool? Is there a stool? If there's what a about stool, the stool? Watch out for that stool. Don't bump into it if you're not. Uh, what about the footlights? If you if you kick one of them and then the fire goes up, it may send you into a rage and you uh, attack the audience. No, you're now that's young huh? Frankenstein. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was Johnny Cash. Kick out the Isn't night, that's Johnny, Johnny Cash. Cash. Honestly, Cash. I was really thinking of King Kong, but that was flash bulbs. Oh. I'm sorry, everybody. They Crucify me on the cross. We all had three <laughs> visions of what you're talking about, mm-hmm. and they all worked. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jardo. Continue, Garon. What number are we up to, by the way? Three? <laughs> we're, so, we're like two-thirds, maybe? Some three? of these are the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Listen, listen to what you're saying. Ask yourself, why am I saying it, and is it necessary? Because you just told me to say whatever I want to say. How about that? What? How about we go back to number five? <laughs> what a bait and switch. You trapped me. You trapped me with an entrapment Number nine hits. comes out. This whole list is actually designed to stop everyone else from doing comedy except him. He's, he not wants a, to not dominate the market. Not against, <laughs> not against it. <laughs> whatever it is. I'm do you think there was it. anyone that read these things and said, I, I can't do stand-up comedy? <laughs> yeah, then I'm out. <laughs> I can't follow the 12 principles. It will yeah. have been worth it. No, I'm if doing that's it. the I'm case. Doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing that. 
yeah. then you get down to number 12. Motherfucker, I'm out. <laughs> so close. So close. I had the 11. Go ahead, number 10, Garrett. Play to the top of the intelligence of the room. Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. There aren't any bad crowds, just wrong choices. Disagree with that. Hmm. There are bad crowds. There are the, bad the crowds. The age-old argument. <laughs> yeah. That's also, a, sometimes if the, if the top of the intelligence of the room is low... <laughs> What are you supposed to do? Right. I can't get any dumber, folks. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if you can't meet me where I'm at, I cannot meet you where no, you're, you're It's going to be a tough night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I just yeah, imagine yeah. you actually saying that. <laughs> I probably have. It does seem like sure. something you would say on stage. Yeah, actually. Of course. <laughs> I right. wouldn't put it past me. <laughs> yeah, but that's that old Seinfeld thing of like, he just refuses to admit that there's a, such a thing as a bad crowd. But do you know what? What do you mean? Then he, in that documentary... He complains about the audience. Yeah, right. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. With no irony. Right. No, no <laughs> he's referencing what he said. He's a robot. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. How famous do you have to be <laughs> to get it quiet? <laughs> it's like, you're the one that wanted to go. I do love that he said, let's go to that miserable governor's. <laughs> that is a very funny line. <laughs> that poor Ernie Adams that uh, ruined his career. Hmm. Why did he have to or be dragged into it? exactly where it would have been. You know what I mean? Look, I mean he's a good, he's a good comic. I think, he could, I think he could have had yeah. a bigger career. I've never, I don't think I've ever met, maybe I met him at Montreal one year. I, I don't know Orny, but it did seem like, I remember at the time thinking, oh, this is an interesting juxtaposition and blah, blah, blah. And, and Orny's like the villain that won't listen to Seinfeld or whatever. <laughs> and when I think about it now, I think like, why do they have to drag him into it? Well, fucking yeah. make it, to make Seinfeld look better? Like, yeah. just, <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be about you, dude. It made no sense. <laughs> it made no sense. All it did was just go, you know, let's make sure that guy doesn't have a career. Yeah. But wasn't it, the idea, was the idea to also highlight him? Did they have the same manager? They had the same manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. George Chaparro. I think George yeah. <laughs> bold gambit, but I don't think it worked out the way you thought it would. No. Yeah. It just seemed random. It was yeah. like, why this it was guy so of all people? Random. It was so, he's a random. I remember George. watching it thinking, so George, you're random. <laughs> oh my God. He's a random man. Uh, all right, put a button on this, Garen. Is this the last one? There's two more. Oh, shoot. Oh, God. <laughs> remember, this is the hardest thing there is to do. If you can do this, you can do anything. All right. That's right. Uh, surgery. Fuck you, mothers. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, <laughs> I love my cracker roots. Get to know your family. Be friends with them. Mm, the nope. 12 principles. No can do, Bill. No can do. What a strange way to end it. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Just like a he pop psychology. He's various trope. things in various interviews. Yeah. And, yeah. The, you know, we don't know what the question was. Yeah, and then okay, somebody okay. went here. Right, right, go. right. Yeah. Here's the 12 principles. Go to the Bill Hicks. Someone culled yes. his principles yeah, yeah, yeah. and put them into a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. So we blame the editor here, not the author. I always blame so the much. editor. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Big Bird? Give him his cut. Release the Big Bird cut. <laughs> Give him his cut. Ah, wonderful. Well, well, this has been fun. See you later, dude. <laughs> oh, we do need to take a break. We do have to take a break. Let's take, a, let's take our second break when we come back. Paul Tompkins has the trivia question for us. Yes, I do. And uh, we'll go around the horn and get everybody's answer. You're not going to like it. And you, and why is that? We need a category, it's too, because like, so, it's like Final yeah, it's Jeopardy. Yeah, like Jeopardy style. Final oh, okay. Potpourri. <laughs> no. no. Uh, why not? Why not? More specific. Because we have a wager. We have to wager roses. on it. Uh, uh, let's see. I'm going to say... I'm trying to think of the words. Uh, Bill Hicks would say you should do that. 
<laughs> well, for, I'm closing my eyes first. <laughs> <laughs> Just be honest. Uh, uh, yeah, what's the word I'm trying to think right. of? My name is Jim. I, I like to fill the space. I see. Fill, you know, they give it all that space. Uh, you know where there's not a lot of space? Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, too little space there. Too much space. Everyone yeah, too else. much for obscure bed. information. <laughs> obscure <laughs> information. So that, pop- that, so potpourri. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean this is this is, it's a very specific question. I don't know what heading it would fall under. See, this one Oliver mm. has the same problem. Which is yeah, why, you why don't want to give get, anything away. Yeah, right. Is it like I, honestly? It's like I'm trying to think of the nomenclature that would be. Um, I mean, like, is it does it fall into like? literature or like science no it doesn't let me give me one second can i ask you a question off topic is that is that real wood it is real wood but it looks beautiful thank you it's from a company called toast and it's standard spelling on that yeah it's a sticker oh can you hold it up for the camera it's a sticker wow but it looks but it's wood but it's a wood sticker so it's it's like it's it's like a laminate and you can put it it covers the face and everything and did you apply it yourself or did a professional i applied it myself wow very easy you did a great job thank you it looks looks beautiful i wasn't fishing but i like what i caught (laughs) (laughs) toast t-o-a-s-t standard spelling all right i would worry that doesn't provide enough drop protection for me how often do you drop your phone though hundred times. <laughs> I think it, I also have a glass shield under the okay. thing. So yeah. I think it provides enough mm-hmm. if you drop, depending on the height you drop it from. Yeah. Top of the uh, Empire State Building. But I don't drop, <laughs> I don't drop it that much. You know what I mean? Like, I hear you. Yeah. I have phone insurance, which it just comes with my credit card, mm-hmm. which is nice, but I've used it and it's a huge pain in the ass to yeah. go through the process of getting the thing so right. it's almost not worth it <laughs> uh, by the way quick update uh, still waiting to get my refund on that hotel in uh, from american airlines still oh from your flight still in waiting Chicago? on that yeah yeah still waiting on that i uh, got a, uh, an update today they right now we need a we need a, a copy of the receipt uh, but you figured out where to send it at least uh, i finally have uh, got the right uh, good yes. but we're 2 weeks into this now yeah well, you know, they're going through a tough time. They're not vaccinating over there at American Airlines, which means I'll have to find a new. Uh, is that true? United is, is vaccinating. Delta, Southwest and American are not requiring vaccinations of their employees. Hmm. Uh, I wonder so, if that'll change by the time you fly next. I got to imagine it will. That's my Seems guess. Like it the, would. I think the blowback might be so. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, with this uh, Lombada variant coming in. <laughs> <laughs> the forbidden the variant. Forbidden <laughs> I'm going to say. Yes. Obscure. Apparatuses, obscure apparatus. Oh, apparatus. Apparatuses. Okay. Obscure rabbis. Okay. Apparatus. I don't know any rabbis. Apparatus. 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 Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Paul F. Tompkins is on Twitter at PF Tompkins. Very popular over there. Get in on the action. Some funny stuff was uh, happening. Uh, you can also go to paulftompkins.com slash live to find out if he is going to be performing in your area. I believe he's he's got a sold out show in, in L.A. Uh, in September. So don't even bother with that. It's sold out. You can't go. It's sold out. But uh, beyond that, I believe there's maybe a show coming up at the Bell House in Brooklyn. So uh, just go to paulftompkins.com slash live and you'll get info about that there. And uh, speaking of live, Jimmy Pardo is live on the flapperscomedy.com uh, Zoom call. Call? Why did I say that? It's a Zoom room. <laughs> I always say Zoom room. I switched it up. Uh, this is this Friday. It's the 20th, 7 p.m. Pacific time, August 20th. 
you can go to flapperscomedy.com and get tickets for that show on their website and then that will give you access to the zoom room and you can watch them perform comedy and maybe you can request a bit or be a part of some crowd work that's fun too go to flapperscomedy.com for that and enjoy Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, yep. not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's a, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other – are you at the – wild animal vet yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier oh okay uh i, I think people I, I think they like the sound of pet vet it does sound fun it is fun to say i get it uh but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun so uh, that's a good point yeah why are they yeah. why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue you know capricious say <laughs> uh now listen this is it, here's the important thing Earning is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earning jumps in. Yes. Uh, earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. 
That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, the, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. Exactly these are right. not professional these broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning Today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. And that's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn It app, type in Never Not Funny Under Podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earnin, it's your money. Get it now. Hey there. Welcome back to the program. 2901, is it? Uh, is it? It is. It is. It is. <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins is with us. He's taking time away from his haberdashery. And uh, we are thrilled that he's joining us. You know, I went to, uh, in Palm Springs, they have a hat shop. Yeah. Hmm. And I uh, I tried on various hats, and I always, and I literally the whole time I was there, I was thinking of Paul F. Tompkins. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What size are you, Jimmy? Oh, I couldn't tell you. What do you mean? You don't know? Seven or three eighths? That sound like something? Yeah. That's my hat size. So you think. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Do you think I should go to the carnival and open up a stand and guess people's hat sizes? <laughs> yes, I do. So far, I'm one for one. Yes, I do. Also, I was guessing mine, but I got his by mistake. But I'm going to call you that a win. You know what would be great? If you had a stand where you guessed your own hat size, the people would put hats on you. <laughs> Seven and three quarters? Nope. <laughs> I wonder what I would be. I don't know. Do you have a concept of the sizes? I don't really know. I have a large head. I think we'll all agree. I don't know. If, I don't know that you but do. Seven and three eighths isn't that big, is it? Yes, it's a large. Oh, it is? That's a large. Oh, I'm not uh, a large. When you get into seven and a half, that's extra large. Seven to five eighths, uh, extra large. Uh, then when you go north of seven to five eighths, oh boy, do you have a big head. Jeez. Well, then I have a big head, it turns out. What you size do? are you? I think I'm seven and five eighths. For like a fitted cap? Yeah, like a baseball you cap. You don't have a big head? I remember when I was in high school, I was seven and three eighths. And then that, like, I guess my head got bigger. <laughs> Your skull got bigger? Yeah, and I it started to be too tight. Your skull is work. one of those things that keeps growing after you die. <laughs> you almost did it i would you... bet jimmy yeah give me a profile jimmy's got a small head that's not a profile <laughs> <laughs> one degree turn i'm gonna bet you are a seven and one eighth uh do we have a cloth i'm missing a tooth so i did a cloth yeah what happened to your measure. tooth i didn't know if i was allowed to mention it is it, uh, I have the fake one in there, but I can't talk very well with no. the fake one. Right. Um, Even though it's on the side. Oh, it, it drives me crazy. What, just the feeling of it. Yes. And that I think that I can't, I, I need to talk quickly. And mm-hmm. if that's there, it slows my tongue down. Yes. So it's easier to then occasionally every now and then go, oh, that, oh, that one sounded not, weird man? because of my tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to once, for a pilot that I was casting. I remember this. That did not go. <laughs> I had to get a, what is called a flipper. Yeah, which is uh, it fills. I, maybe I've told it on the show before. I don't know. I definitely remember the time. I think you talked about it on stage at the time. Too. Yeah. yeah, to fill in the gap in my teeth. Also to get my teeth whitened, which was such a painful experience. Oh. I don't know that I will ever do that again. It is the most painful thing. Horrible. And the results are okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> for the pain, yeah. for the amount of pain you go through to get your teeth whitened, yeah. they better fucking be. You know, dazzling. Is this like Do the laser, know? like the crazy yeah, light, yeah, yeah, yeah. light thing? Okay. Do you know who has very nice white teeth? Is the actor Tim Baltz, who's a friend of mine. He's on the Righteous Gemstones. I'll take your word for it. Um, he's got, he's got. I just saw him recently. He's got great white teeth. I was really noticing. It. I got to go back to the greatest teeth I've ever seen in my life, were Bobby Collins. I got to sure, go back to Bobby. They're yeah. almost 
continental. <laughs> um, and so I had this this piece in, and it was it took some learning to talk around it because it's right. You know, you form a lot of sounds by touching your tongue yeah. to your front teeth, mm-hmm. and it was wild. And now I see it when other people have to wear prosthetics. Like I'm, I've been watching a lot of Star Trek lately, binging um, Deep Space Nine, which I didn't really watch when it first came out. And there's a character who has these fucking, I, like it makes me mad on his behalf. <laughs> like, why did you stick with that for this character? Like that, every day this guy had to fucking do that. And he's, you can see, and like when you, when you know to look for it, you could see him talking around the prosthetics mm-hmm. and he's doing a great job, but it's like, it's also unpleasant to look at. You know what I mean? Like, why? This guy's a regular on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have dialed this back a little bit. Who was you know? it? Uh, the character of Quark, played by Armin uh, Shimmerman. Mm-hmm. Now, the Klingons, they all of them have this shit in their mouths. Right. But then for uh, the guy who plays Worf, I think they dialed it back a little bit. And I think they accomplished a lot of it with just, like, painting the teeth. You know what I mean? Because right, yeah. it's like... Because, like, this guy's going to talk a lot. Yes. Let's, not, let's not burden him and with... Maybe, and he's also, like, you know, he probably, after seven fucking years, he's like, can we do something about this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nobody's going to care. I guarantee you nobody's going right. to care. Because there's another... There's a, like a lot of aliens. Sometimes you see other races and they uh, like uh, you see a race that's on the show regularly. And then you'll see like another guy who's like a guest star who's the, also that same race. And then like his teeth are f- just human teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I will show you my tooth. Oh, sure. Let's it's, see uh, it. And so what, this little part here that goes on the inside, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, as you know. And Absolutely. so that's the part that my tongue yeah. constantly gets stuck talking to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so... Uh, that's how so I take it out for the show. Have you done, have you like like set aside time to practice talking with it so you get well, used to it? I, I wear it every other second other right. than when I'm doing this show. Right. Because I don't feel I need to be quick and witty anywhere else. You get me who I am. I mean, that's probably true. Number 13 on Hicks's list. <laughs> People don't know this guy is slow as molasses. <laughs> and a bore. <laughs> a dullard. Here. Neither quick nor witty. Want to hang out with Pardo? Dull. A dullard. Confirmed. Uh, almost a dotard. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a nice word. It's a good word. Is that the, is that the answer to the question? No. What is the question? Paul, uh, wait, we got a theme song here. Oh, sorry. Uh, which which one are we doing? Well, we don't don't, don't, don't use now, the Oliver right? one. Uh, I, oh. Is there one for me? I don't know. <laughs> we had a song weird. written for you coming for up with the For any potential guest. <laughs> oh, we should have. I think this is... Let's play trivia. There we go. Trivia. I want to play trivia. Let's battle some trivia. Let me hear the question, please. All right. Paul of Tompkins. The question is, and again, the t- the subject matter is... Obscure apparatuses. Obscure app- apparatuses. The question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the name of the indentation on the bottom of a bottle called. Oh, there I, are two I do, I do potential answers to this. I can't this. think of it. I mm. know this and I cannot think of it. I, I think I'll recognize it when it's you said, know but it, I don't. No, but I, I thought of a guess and I wrote Ooh, it down. Exciting. First thought, best thought. Dimple on the bottom of a bottle. The dimple on the bottom Indentation. Of a Indentation. Wait, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Thank you. We haven't heard you. <laughs> it's busted. Been waiting years. 
<laughs> that was a revenge is a dish best, best cold. served cold um all right everybody have their answer everybody written something down yeah i'm in I, huh. garen can't make a decision yeah well you looked it up he's gonna milk this for all it's worth and then he doesn't look it up. He, he He's plays a liar. Fine. He plays fair and square. <laughs> He's a liar. It's amazing how badly he does at the game, then. I mean, He's yeah. looking it up every week. <laughs> sort of make you guys feel good. Oh. It doesn't. I'm just going to say this. does not make me feel good. A I, little bit? I think I'm O for 50 in the last 25 Chardo, questions. That can't be true. Oh, it can be. I'm definitely O for 25. I did not get a single one last season. Right. Some of hey. your, it was that fucking Batman question. Oh, what? You got a Batman question last <sighs> time? Yeah. Did you get it? No. no uh, apparently not. You're mad about it. Yeah. <laughs> Did I get it? I don't remember. No. Oh, wait a minute. I, yes, it was something about... Oh, it was the uh, the uh, Arkham thing? Yeah. Yes. Oh, the Mark... Uh, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Yeah. That's a good question. It's a clever question. Yeah, I like it. Too I clever like it. by half. <laughs> uh, Garen, you got your answer? I do. All right, let's check in. these over there at the Pop Calls. Info desk sponsored by Dogpile.com. That is Garen Cockrell. Hi, Garen. Hello, sir. Did you have a nice weekend, Garen? Yeah. What'd you do? What did Garen Cockrell do? <laughs> well, I had my big subathon thing on Friday. That's right. He had a, su- what? He had a subathon. subathon. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? You yeah. were in a submarine? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I did enjoy somebody on Twitter said, what did he say? How many subs do you think he's going to eat? Yeah. And that made me laugh. That was really funny. What, funny. what is it? It's Twitch. So I was just getting subscribers. How did it work? Okay. Did, it, did it work out? I was on until 3.30 in the morning. But what time did you start? Three, Noon. Three, three in the morning? 15 and a half hours. 15 and a half hours. Yeesh. Yeah. And how many subs did you get? 300 and... Wow. Oh, that's pretty good. How many yeah. doms? <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> that's, a, that's a sexual... Uh, partners. Probably a couple. Or people named Dominic. What do you do on Twitch? What is your primary thing that you do there? Well, Paul, let me tell you, I'm a variety streamer. <laughs> is that so? <laughs> is, that, is that a phrase? Well, that this is, is exciting. What, to, what kind of games. variety? I play games and then I do just chatting, so we talk. And, play know, games yeah. and just chatting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. It's <laughs> very fun. It sounds fun. I'll have to, I'll have to become a sub. <laughs> really? You're on Twitch? I made an account and then I never did anything with it. Now you have a reason. Now I have yeah. a reason. I do follow other people and then I forget that Twitch is there until somebody mentions it and then I'm like, I gotta get on that sometime. Do you? Well, I mean, there's things there's, I, there's, there's things to enjoy on there. There's things to enjoy on there. Oh, there's this. He does variety. Exactly. Yeah. He does a variety. He does the games and the talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, Some people just do a, games, no talk. <laughs> I did do a, like an overnight radio show for like a old school overnight radio kind of yeah. style show. Like a call-in show, weeks. right? Yeah. Oh, call-in show. Got no callers. Oh no! Too late. Well, now you got these subs. Maybe it'll work a little better. People wanted to come back, but maybe I should bring it back. Try it. Well, how late were you doing it? Midnight, our time. Well, that's three. You know, that's three a on the East Coast. Yeah, that's tough. You're losing a lot of people. Maybe do it at nine. Do it at nine. I think I might. Yeah, do it at nine. I think I might. You got these new subs. You got to give them some content. Mm. And you got to add a third thing, so variety uh, is legit. Boy, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that is true <laughs> because I'm ready to go to the board. <laughs> <laughs> Are you aware? <laughs> uh, so Gary, you did the subathon. Then you uh, anything else over the weekend that we need to know about? Um, I rejected invitations to go to the movies. Um, People watched, invited you to go to the movie. You said uh, with the Delta variant, you're not comfortable going. Yeah, my roommate wanted to go see Respect, and I'm like, you know what? I just, I just don't. I don't know. But as we discussed, if you go to if you go to the Regency or whatever it is there in Sherman Oaks, nobody else is there. 
he's not. He's trying to go to Universal. And I'm like, you're not going to Universal yeah. in the middle of a fucking pandemic. He's yeah, an idiot. That's <laughs> that's not happening. So wait, did you went to Universal it. in the middle of a pandemic? I I did go to a screening of Tenet. But you wouldn't go. You wouldn't just go to that movie theater in the middle of a no. pandemic. Well, of course, I've been there every day because I'm the guy who sits in the fishing boat and the Jaws ride. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Well, that's outdoors. You're fine. Well, that's right next to Cabot Cove. It is. I, that's information I learned within the last two months, <laughs> and I, I've never been more excited to share it. It's very exciting. And when it shows, up, when it shows up now, now you it's know so it. clearly yeah. that. Yeah. Like, you expect to see a tram go by and yeah. the sharks jump out. Like, that's how clear... Well, they did. That's what we what we learned from Garen is that they did some location shooting. Yes. For Murder, She Wrote and then a lot of backlot shooting. Mm-hmm. So you get fooled because you see the like in the pilot. You're like, oh, my God, they're really out there. And then you oh, see like every Fantasy other person. Island. <laughs> yeah. Like where the, the opening, you know, they clearly shot shit for the opening credits or whatever. And then they're just in front of the fakest plants. <laughs> yes, 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 they are. <laughs> fooled the hell out um, of me as a kid. I me was too. <laughs> way too old uh, when I and we talked about this before on the show yeah. when I discovered that Love Boat wasn't shot on a boat <laughs> like when they go oh it was we were on the set and like what do you what set like I, but I, I was in my 20s yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I learned that they when I saw, when I heard about that they just that railing with the green screen and they like most of the show is that yeah. most of the show is yeah, two yeah. people leaning on that railing and talking with the moonlight in the but background. i i fell yeah. for it Hook, of line, course i did too and when you see it now it looks crazy fake like it's worse so, than anything honestly i enjoy that so much like seeing shit that was that i loved when i was a kid that is so cheap yeah. and so yeah. shoddy yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, and these were Huge hit shows. Huge. Yeah. Huge hit shows. Must appointment television every that was Saturday. Two hours of power, Love Boat, <laughs> and then Fantasy Island right after. And if you watch it now, unwatchable. Oh, I'm sure. I th- I was talking with Brian Safi about doing a Love Boat rewatch podcast. Oh boy. And then I looked up how many seasons of the Love Boat. <laughs> Too many. There like, There's no way. Wow. What is it? Like twelve or something? It's a million episodes. Would it's, you it's, it's would you and I don't want to give anything away. I know Sophie's got some thoughts on this, but would you have a Jill Whalen on? Would you have a Ted Lange on? Would no. you have a Lauren Tweez join you? I I didn't imagine it that way. I don't mean every episode. I mean the case. No, I mean sure. Why not? You know, like why not? Who's still alive? I think I, I think I named the three. <laughs> Milton Berle. Oh no, Fred Grandy. Fred Grandy's still alive. He's still alive. Can you get Grandy? Congressman Fred Grandy. You got Grandy. What yep. do you know, Charlie? You get the you get the the old man through. Charlie. Bernie Coppell's still alive. No, Bernie's gone. Are you sure? Yeah. We lost him, I want to say, what is this, 2021? 2018, we lost Bernie Capel. Shit. Look that up, Gary. And That's the captain. And also, just wait, is that right? 2018? He is still alive. Oh, Jesus. We <laughs> lost him. But Gavin McLeod died last year. We lost him, yeah. Or maybe, yeah, last year, I think, or early this year. Early this year? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. We can probably say that Bernard is not going to be around very much longer since we're talking about him, but. Oh, how old point. is he? He's 88. 88. Mm-hmm. Bernie Capel, the double eights. Mm hmm. The piano year. <laughs> right. He's got all the keys. <laughs> Black Full and set white. of keys. What? Uh, all right. So Capel's alive. Capel's alive. Uh, Fred Grandy. Ted Lange. Fred Grandy. Jill Whalen. Lauren Tweez. Who was Jill Whalen again? She was a kid. Uh, the daughter. Right? She was the daughter. Yeah. yeah. She was Vicky. Captain Stubing's daughter. She's been on our program. That was also nice like. lady. You could have. Like how old was he supposed to be to have a daughter that young? It was. Odd. Yeah. Right. Also because he was an oddly like. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> lascivious character. Yeah. I feel the like captain. He, yeah. He was. No. Yes. The doc was the lascivious uh, one. Maybe it was more doc. It was more. It was doc. Yeah. Of course it was doc. Shut's doctor. Uh, the captain. Gavin, they also Gavin tried, had the hair. He had the he horseshoe. Did. They tried to make it seem like 
a cruise boat, a cruise ship ship doctor yeah. was somehow like unknown. Of course, these guys were all oh, these guys. These guys fuck big hounds. You know, like uh, is that so? Okay, yeah. and, and, and apparently that's against the rule. You can't do that at all on a ship. Of course you not. Not be able to. Doc could. They also pretended that he was a strikingly handsome man when Bernie Capel now would not be cast. I don't know that that they pretended he was handsome they just or they he, just told us he pulled this guy crushes <laughs> poo like nobody's <laughs> to me that goes hand in hand like how is he doing it if it's, he, I guess, he's, he's charming. charming he's charming he's charming he's charming he was very yeah, charming plus he's a doctor those aviator frames i guess the dot yeah like having the stethoscope around his he's neck was the yeah. 70s i know where all the parts are that is he's not, not a bad looking guy is that bernie capel no yeah, look at Bernie's. He's a nerd. He is a nerd. <laughs> he is a nerd. I'll go along with that. He is absolutely your dad's friend. <laughs> yeah. But he's handsome. There. That's a handsome guy. He's not ugly. He's not a bad looking guy, he, but he's not fucked. like. <laughs> He needs, he needs this guy. This guy fucked. Doc from Lobo? Oh, he fucked. Oh, he fucked. <laughs> Potsy? Didn't fuck. No. No. Now, did the actor also get laid a lot? Of like, course he there's did. Guest stars coming through every week. Bonaduce got laid as a kid you because of with 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 the castoffs from uh, Cassidy. Patsy was, was just as handsome as Fonzie. Anson Williams was very I mean? handsome. Yeah, yeah, and very charming. Still is to this day. Okay, but was Patsy charming? No, <laughs> he was a doofus. Yeah, he, he didn't start out as a doofus. They made him. In they a made one. him a doofus after a while. Yeah, well, they needed it. They needed the character. Splish, splash, I was taking a bath. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember, burned into my brain forever, is the ending of that song. <laughs> when, and then when, when that band performed it in fucking Owls. What was it before? Uh, uh, Pat Morita's character. Oh, he was Arnold. Arnold. Yeah. yeah. They performed it in Arnold's, and I remember the end of Splish Splash was this. Splish, splash, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered it and loved it. Absolutely. Loved it. What was cooler than the Arnold's band? <laughs> right? Now, was that, was that footage what they used to make that video for Buddy Holly? Remember how they like made the Weezer video? That oh was, yeah, like, yes. Right, they right, used right. that footage, and they used when when Fonzie did the dance. Yeah, that contest, crazy the dance Russian marathon. Dance, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got his he got like a crazy second wind at the very end and did the Russian dance. Which I, I had never seen that episode. So when I saw that music video, I was like, "How did they?" make it look like because I thought I was like there's no way that actually happened on the show oh, no, so no. how did they make it look like that Fonzie oh, the really fun, did that no dance? that actually happened <laughs> he really did I also it. wonder what that video would look like to us now the music video yeah yeah special I saw it recently and it was it was all right. It it it, it held up for the most you part. You did like a yearly rewatch of it. Sure. <laughs> you checked it on it. No, we were. I, I got briefly obsessed. Both I'll of know us. my innocence is gone when that video looks fake to me. Yeah, it's like the it's like a Polar Express. If the bell rings for you, <laughs> you know that Weezer is still in your heart. But uh, no, there there's a there's an app. Now what's the, now I know I there's apps. Vivo. Jesus, is that what it's called? No. This guy's talking to me like an idiot. <laughs> I know about apps. I think he's going to tell you about a specific. Huh? specific yeah, I'm going to tell you about a specific. I, I don't know if Vivo is an app, but they have a channel on YouTube for sure. No, it's not Vivo. It's um, Vivo. What the hell was it? Now Volvo. I'm forgetting. Tony Thaxton told Volvo. us about it. Volvo? <laughs> it's Volvo. It's a Volvo app. It's sponsored by Volvo. <laughs> they just play music videos. You can only use it in a car. Vibrant. <laughs> no. So it's just this app that it's it's basically like a cable package in an app and mm. they have different channels and oh. they have a channel for all 70s videos, a channel for all 80s videos, and a channel for all 90s videos and 2000s. And so like 
during the pandemic. Is it Pluto? Pluto. Thank you. Pluto TV. That's uh, what's oh, real? oh, I didn't know yeah. they had that on Pluto. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the channel is Luckily, called. Luckily, it's impossible to search for. <laughs> <laughs> like Pluto is like. That's a you lot get, of things. You get to Pluto and then they're like, you're on your own. <laughs> yes. It is not a. Uh... Happy hunting. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's it, it was fun. to It's like it's like nostalgic to turn Absolutely. on a thing that just shows video yes. after video. Yes, yes, yes. And they played the Buddy Holly video. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it wasn't, you know, it's not perfect, but it's it, still pretty good. It's. Pretty decent. Yeah. Pretty decent. <laughs> Does it make the top 100 of Rolling Stone? As a video, I never thought it was all that exciting to begin with. I'm just saying, special effects wise, it, gotcha. it, it mostly holds up. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Garen, do you have a guess for Paul of Tompkins' question? The bottle of a uh, bottom of a bottle has a name. This what is, is you without the tooth. <clears throat> Having a tough time. <laughs> I do. Um, I don't know if I like it. But you my you guess wrote is, it down. Just say I what did you wrote it down. My guess is pimple. 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 Okay. Interesting. All right. That's an interesting. Pimple. But we'll find out together. Uh, yeah, Paul will. will reveal the answer at some point. Uh, but in the meantime, we check <laughs> at in. At some back point, there. I will reveal. <laughs> Might be next week, but at some point, we will get the what answer. What if he just walks out without telling us? <laughs> well, that's not the Bill Hicks way. Well, no, that is the Bill Hicks way. You don't go back to it. We went off on some that's other right. tangents. I already talked about it. I can't go back now. <laughs> uh, walking out of Mount Elliot Hoper, that back to me on Video Village. How was your Whoa. weekend, Elliot? Oh, I had a fine weekend. Oh, did you? What does yeah. that mean? Uh, well, n- 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 well, it He's was mostly lying. fine. No, 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 it wasn't fine. It was partially fine and partially not. What happened? Seconds ago, it was great. Because I just remembered I had a problem with my with my phone service. Oh boy, I have a, I have a I have a phone app that I use for other uh, numbers, and it stopped ringing. So on Sunday, I go and look, and there's all these texts and and phone calls that uh, for oh, the building that I did not receive. Question here from Paul F. Tompkins. Yes, sir. What do you mean a phone app that you use for other numbers? So you have in your phone. Yes. You have a number that is associated oh, with your phone. Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> now, if you wanted another number to ring your phone, it's not as easy as you might think to do that. I don't think it sounds easy at all, quite frankly. Yeah. It doesn't sound easy because the phone is only allowed to have one number. <laughs> That's normally the way. No, but, but you could uh, Google Voice. You can. Get yeah, I have Voice. had Google Voice in the past. I had some problems with Google Voice, so okay. I switched to something else. Okay. I, I will say it because I've... I complained to them on Twitter. Uh, it's T-Mobile Digits. It sounds like Google Voice. It hmm. looks like Google Voice. Hmm. And yet somehow it's not Google Voice. Well, it's T-Mobile it's Digits. T-Mobile Digits. Exactly. That's what I ask for at the club when I go up to, you know, it's <laughs> sexy go. later. I'm saying, hey, can I get those T-Mobile Digits? <laughs> <laughs> that was Bernie Capel's line, too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you... <laughs> Sexy. So the uh, problem was. So the, so the problem was uh, none of these calls were coming through. And then I thought I'd kind of fixed it. It seemed like there was something, you know, uh, there's this thing called E911 that you can have with your phone. And you have to set that up with this thing for some reason. So I thought I had to reset that. And it seemed like everything was working. And then this morning. Great. Oh. <laughs> this morning, I was supposed to get a call from some installers for something. I see. And I thought my phone was working, so I, but I had to get up early for me at 8, 8, 8.30 in the morning. I got up, waiting for the phone to ring, waiting for the phone to ring. I don't know. I guess they're not showing up. Maybe somebody let them in already. Digits. Digits. It didn't, it didn't ring. And, and, and this poor, this poor gentleman was waiting for like almost an hour Oh, because he was waiting for me to let him in. It was early enough. He couldn't go to the main office to ask for help there. And so, uh, so that's the bad part. The good part was? Uh, so I did the first stage of uh, of updating a kiosk in a park. Great. 
What does that mean? Uh, so for the neighborhood council, we have this place where we have to display the... the, the I would have loved if there was no follow-ups. Just, I, I, yep. I, I had to because I don't know what that means. I don't know, I don't know why a kiosk is in the, in the park. It was literally the least clear statement he's ever right. made. There's I mean, no no context, no information. What are you selling there? Like Neutrogena? <laughs> yeah, some, some little beads to dangle in here. Um, uh, so for the neighborhood council, we uh, maybe... Eight years ago or something, uh, they redid one of our local parks and they put in a stand where we can put our uh, meeting uh, information, the agendas. It's got, we got to post it somewhere publicly so that people can find it. Okay. Uh, Including the gay agenda, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that's what the committee's talking about, then I suppose, yes. It so, is part of Hollywood, right? I mean, you're in the greater Los Angeles area. <laughs> yeah. yeah if Kelly County, and Ellie, and, just to refresh, because Paul yeah. hasn't been here, your neighborhood council, you guys are, okay. uh, you're yes on the oh. recall, right, of the governor? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are. We, are yeah, we, we do not take a position on any political stance. We do encourage people to vote. Okay. Very Did you read the, uh, the sample ballot? Like the people that are running for, oh, you got Angeline, oh, of course, Angeline, there, yeah. Larry Elder. But then there's like these people you never heard of that no party affiliation, and then it's like liquor store owner or whatever. And it's like dude, these are where? What are you doing? It's like a, it's like a, it's like a two dozen people yeah. that just came out of the woodwork. Like yeah, I'll be governor, sure. Who's the <laughs> why not me? Who's the YouTube guy? Right? There's some YouTube, oh, yeah, millionaire who actually. Uh, it will be the chance. governor. Yeah, he's yeah. got a chance. It's not Logan Paul, is it? No, no, no. no. It's some guy who's <laughs> I, I, name I never heard of. His his argument is if it happens, I'm a good fallback. Oh, okay. I, I, right. I'm not going to fuck things up. Oh, so he's like, I don't support but, the. But recall, why but, should I believe right. that? So I, I think your heart might be in the right place. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. How about, well it, how about it just doesn't happen? How about that? Yeah. yeah. How about we just play it out like we do for like yeah. we do for four years with I a know, fucking. I know. He's only got a year left. I know. He is the lead. Is a leading candidate in a poll on the effort to recall Gavin Newsom. What's pa- the guy's name? Pafrath. But he is a Democrat. I beg your pardon. That sounds Pafrath. familiar. There's a, there's an actress with that last can, name. Can we all just, just Amy Pafrath. Kevin Pafrath is Kev- Kevin okay, thank Pathrath. 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 Oh, boy, my PAF? My, my missing tooth doesn't like that at all. PAF, double F. P A double F. R A T H? Yes, sir. All right, well, you know what? He's got my vote. I don't hate the sound of that name. I'm in on the name. Pathrath? Governor Pathrath. I am Pathrath. There shall be no evil here. He's got 27% of the vote right now. What does Newsom have? What is it? I don't even. Well, why you, is this even close? First, you have to say yes or no. Yeah, right? I right. say no. So what's right. no? And, and do you still, you still no, vote for the alternative, perfect. even if you vote? They tell no. you not to. They t- they they why? say just say like, no and move yes. on. But because what? If, but what if it passes? Then you didn't have a say. I, I don't know. Well, Newsom is, is 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 well. I guess if you what if you say no and then vote Newsom. <laughs> Or say yes and vote Newsom. Wait, is he on the ballot? No, that wouldn't make I guess sense. He would, I guess he wouldn't be. <laughs> he wouldn't open the pamphlet. What a loophole. <laughs> what? So what do you do? I'm with you Maybe on this, if, on if this you, logic of it. You should have a fallback, but they're telling you, even Gavin Newsom's saying, don't just say no and move on. I'm going to read up on what why that's Yeah, because like seems... if we had ranked voting, then it would make sense to have a fallback. But yeah. theoretically, if you are voting against the recall, you are essentially voting for Gavin Newsom. Right. Yeah. It sounds like you're basically not supposed to fill out the other part. You don't need and to. Maybe if you say no. Maybe he's afraid that it'll accidentally get counted as a vote for yeah. someone else if you fill out both. Well, you way, th- you think you know he'd what? know. We're, we're saying yes anyway, right? So let's just move on. Let's, yeah. let, you know, let's, yeah. let's pull this motherfucker for keeping yeah, us safe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or at least trying to. Yeah, yeah but he had a, he had a sandwich at a, at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Get rid of him. 
Yeah. Look, I, he's not my favorite guy in the of world. Of course he's you know not, what I mean? but not perfect. He's mine. Beautiful head of hair, number one. He's your favorite guy in the world. <laughs> yep. Wow. <laughs> of all the people. I have his poster on my wall. All right. It Shit, is I got to reconsider my stance. You're making him sound great. <laughs> he's very handsome. I don't know if you've seen his very hair. Handsome. Nice haircut. He's got very a beautiful handsome. Head of hair. Yeah, and he also has great hair. Of course, my poster is from the san francisco mayor days when it was slicked back real yeah. cool yeah sure. oh shit what's going on gary uh <clears throat> in the tally 51 percent of 613 likely voters surveyed said they would vote in favor of ousting newsom because they, then they're dumb yeah there's some 13 dumb people that's why everybody's got to vote 51 percent of those are dumb the other 49 percent sharp people smart great you know, I just want to say for anybody who thinks that we here in Hollywood uh, look down on the rest of the country, we know that our state is just as stupid as anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes more so. Yeah. yeah. Except yeah. in Palms where they have that new kiosk. Yeah, baby. Oh, man, I've got to get that kiosk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so basically it's been there for a while. Yeah. Um, it's rained. There's bugs. Blah blah blah. This may have been a time we follow Bill Hicks, so we don't go back. To this. <laughs> but for me, I couldn't. So the the cork board is all crummy. Uh, so I pulled the cork board. You pull the cork board. You, oh, you, know, you put new cork in. Well, pull the cork in and put those a new frame. Rain bugs. I love that cork board. <laughs> Uh, I did. I didn't. Br- we have to go back and clean some more because there's a bunch of uh, empty uh, spider uh, empty egg spiders? sacks. Oh yeah, clean that up. I got to. Well, I didn't empty, have. I didn't have tools. <laughs> what's the They're empty. What's the big deal? It's decorative. I don't like them. They look. Hey, gross. leave yeah. them up at least until Halloween. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, right around the corner. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. There's a. My roommate told me that there's a gigantic spider in our pantry, and nobody knows where it went. Like he saw it running in there. I think it probably went up the spout, right? <laughs> Just wait for it to rain. Did you look up the spout? I did not. Has it I, thought, I thought your roommates uh, left. Thought, no, they haven't left yet. It's supposed to be September. All right, happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, was, he played with us on uh, Fortnite. Oh, you jumped in? Yeah. Was super fun. Part of, was he one of the new subs? I uh, technically, I did get gifted a sub, he so did, yes. Yeah, Jeremy Herbal. I just want to say he's an amazing person. Who? Thank you to Jeremy Herbal. He's a fan of the show. Jeremy Herbal. Uh, where uh, if we uh, win money for us, you're getting the money from the Jeremy Herbal Trivia Tins. Mm-hmm. That's right. We're yes. playing for it right now. Uh, well, not you. you all right, Gary. Uh, Elliot, what's your guess? <laughs> so I, I don't know the answer to this. And you made a look at me when I said this word. So I'm just going to make it my guess. Dimple. Okay. So far, we've got pimple and dimple. That's <laughs> 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 very true. My, mine is chimple. <laughs> Wimple? Ah. I also said dimple, and that's why I got mad when, when uh, I that said make, that. That, make, that makes two of us. <laughs> yeah. Was that was the word I was that. trying to think of. Uh, that and the word blip. I saw you go into a red ring. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? I didn't on? want him it's, to blow it up so that everyone else would say it. So we got, three, almost, we got three dimples and a pimple. It's almost certainly wrong. Wait, you said dimple as well? I did, and that's why when he said dimple, it's like, that's the word I was. You pulled another tooth out. <laughs> I did not marathon man me. It's called acting. What's the what's the famous quote from Marathon Man? Have you ever tried acting, dear boy? Um, all wrong. There's two answers. There's two possible answers, and we all missed it. Yes. Yeah. is one of them blip? <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it'll be familiar to you when you hear it. I'm sure it will be. Yeah. One acceptable answer: kick. Oh no, I don't know that one. No, uh, kick. The they other, call they call the inset. That that dent yeah. in, the, in the bottom of a bottle. Oh, what about a bottle of a can? They, they they have them as well. Don't know. Didn't read up on cans. All right, you're all about glass. <laughs> I'm just a glass person. I don't know much about cans. <laughs> um, or a punt. 
A p- P-U-N-T. A kick or a punt. Oh, I think that's the one. Never heard either of those. But, but interestingly, both parts of football. Yeah. Absolutely. True. They love the game. <laughs> Two things you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so now it comes down to betting. That's right. Mm-hmm. Garen, what'd you go with? I went with five. Nickel. Elliot. Oh, boy. I went with 13. 13. The Ooh. Baker's dozen. Matt. I want you to go. No. I went four. I went four. <sighs> oh, shit. Tied on points. Four. We each get 250. Get 250. Well, that's a yeah. big win. That's really a good Hey, but I won. <laughs> I good, won. Yes. On the front. Congrats. On oh, the first episode of this season. I'm already up to. Well, I mean, you won by default. Yeah, of yeah. course. Both <laughs> That's why. That, I've, I've so never, before you haven't even won by default. Oh, no, I won once by default. Oh, uh, uh, and I tied you. Yep. I, uh, I never won on my own. Nope. I can't believe that in my regime. head. I was like, there's no way I'm going to get this right because Paul's coming up with it. It's going to be hard. And yet I went four instead of one. Why didn't I just go one? <laughs> I co- you know what? I'll tell you why. Because I had the same thought and then I went, but what if I do know it? Right. Yeah. I, my thought was, well, I should save that one for a time when I really don't know the category. <laughs> but the categories are useless, so it doesn't matter. It's yeah. arbitrary what you bet. It's, yeah. you and know. now you see, never to doubt me. <laughs> <laughs> like no. Oliver's categories, Paul, just, well, you, you played it once with him, but the categories are like snack time. And so it's like, I don't know. Like, what, do I know a lot about snacks? Snack I have time, no idea. Um, <laughs> but you know it's going to be about snacks. You know it's going to be about but snacks. But do I know a lot about snacks or do I not? I don't know. You don't. No. Or you By don't. the way, yes. I know there's a better word than apparatus to describe a part of something, like a In, more technical word. It, you could have been, like industrial design could have been part of it, maybe. Industrial design? There we go. All right. Sure. I, I think if it were Oliver, he would have said snack time. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it's soda. Because you drink a lot yes, of something. He, he snack said, time. Here's he my soda. Be- beverages. Beverages. Children. They are the future. Hold their hands and let them lead the way. Mm. Teach them well, too. I'll quote myself. That's what Whitney Houston said. Then she took a bath. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> that's a part of that's a part of class. Oh, you can, you can see that magic this weekend, this Friday at flapperscomedy.com. Oh, dang, Jardo mm. at Flappers. The uh, online, virtual, virtual. I'm going to have to crack open my piggy bank. <laughs> Have you done any virtual shows during the pandemic? <laughs> Only a million. Oh, Not stand-up, yeah. but everything else. Yes. Oh, oh, oh no! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> they fell out in unison. They literally just came oh, down. I, I, I thought yanked you yanked them, them out. Oh, yes. you did. Your That's hand. Okay, yes. very good. I put my hand down. I haven't used wired earbuds in such a long time. Was that very painful? What you just no, did? it wasn't. It seemed Luckily, like it, it could have been. Have you ever it's, had it happen? You know, it's where, one of those things where it doesn't really hurt, but it startles you so much yes. that you think it hurts, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you realize you're a big baby <laughs> when it gets caught on the handle of a uh, of a drawer. Yeah. Oh, have I, you ever said "ow" when something did not hurt? And uh, you're like a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> it's mortifying. <laughs> you're alone. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Yeah. Um, so you've done other uh, sort of virtual programs. Well, yes, you've and done, you know like, what? The, I I actually. What I enjoyed about it was I liked getting my little studio set up. Like I liked figuring out the cameras and lights and mm-hmm. backdrops and shit like that. I came to really enjoy that part of it and realize like, oh, this is a thing I could do anytime. You know, if I want sure. to, like Lauren Lapkus and I were doing monthly shows for a while and oh, that's right. after things and then she she had to take a break to have her baby and I was like, we could do this every once in a while, you know, without mm-hmm. we could do it on stage or we could just do it here, you know, and that's, you know, kind of fun. And I love that Dynasty is now Dynasty Typewriter Theater here in L.A. 
is now doing live streaming shows from the theater. I'm like, fucking great, man. Yeah. We should we should we should be embracing this stuff now and figuring out yeah. how to reach more people. Like still do local shows, but you can still reach people. It's like I'm I'm excited about that. I'm cool. really excited about that. Yeah. It took me a little while to get into the idea, but once I did these shows for flappers, mm-hmm. um I'm not stopping them, and the audience yeah. does not want me to stop them. Yeah, and because I you're mean, reaching, like to your point, absolutely, you're reaching people that can't come to a yeah. comedy club. It's so fun, and I mean, nothing beats live, and nothing ever will. But it is nice that there's there's this extra option. Yes, that mm-hmm. we have now. Yeah, have you done a live show? No, I'm doing my first live show back. Will be September 20th. I'm doing uh, bringing back my variety show, Varietopia, at the Lodge Room. I think it's just Lodge Room in Highland Park, which is a an amazing venue. Um, I went to a party there and just really like it's it's a restored uh, Masonic Lodge wow. and it has a beautiful stage uh, with two, with a bar inside and outside the room. You can shut down the bar inside for the show. It's it's tremendous. Brand new sound system. Seat? Well, it's they do a lot of music shows there and most of those are standing so they can really pack people in. I'm doing like a sort of uh, 250 seated and then some standing um, uh, uh uh, tickets as well it's already sold out which I'm very excited by right. sold out like in a day um, and I can't wait I'm I'm also I'm having like stress dreams and anxiety <laughs> dreams like thinking about it because it's not just getting back on stage but it's a big fucking production with a lot of moving parts mm-hmm. but I in during the day I cannot wait I'm very excited about it and then, and then my I, subconscious <laughs> at night tortures me uh, our part castathon is uh, in May and uh, as Matt and I discussed the other day, we're already having those stress dreams yeah. now about Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because those, again, a lot of moving parts. Yeah. And it's in May. But man, I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm so looking forward to being back on stage. I'm looking forward to the pandemic yeah. coming back so we can push it back another year. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Lambda. By, by the way, the pandemic hasn't gone away. I recognize that. But uh, yeah. It's true. It's still, it's still a pandemic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be an endemic soon, they say. That's what. Uh, so that just means it's there all the time? Yeah. That's lovely. Well, if well it's, ma- it's maintainable. I mean, that's the word sounds right. less scary, but the idea of what you just said is it's horrifying. Got an end in it. It's exactly yeah. the end is near. The end of Ooh. civilization. This is the end. <laughs> My only friend. The end. Who's, who's worse than that guy? I I love I I love the doors because it's do you a, really I do because they're not oh. they don't really fit into anything that I am, mm-hmm. and so part of me like you know that. Interesting. It, yeah, it's a weird. Uh, it's like the movie Woodstock. I love it. Fit but into anything that you are. Yeah. <laughs> it's like spending the summer with your hippie cousin. You're like, yeah, this is interesting. It's not me, but I like. Yeah. Uh, and then I would quickly get away from that cousin because I don't need that smell of patchouli on me. And you watch the Woodstock '99? I have not yet. We are uh, absolutely worth your time. I, 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 so I've been told. I yes. just have not had the opportunity. Yes. yes, yes. Um, but hopefully this week. Oh, I hope so. Oh, me too. Mm. Uh, hey, we're crunched on time. We got to go. Mm. We're crunched. Paul F. Tompkins has been our guest. On behalf. Ooh, what was that, Jardo? <laughs> what if that was the... What's, I just ended <laughs> it. That was... I mean... What the hell? That ended very abruptly. Um, what do you got there behind you, Elliot? Uh, very quickly. That, oh, that, yeah. That, that. We're crushed on time, but we do need to know what's behind you right now. <laughs> so, I, uh, so I... Oh, goodness. I so assumed I got, it'd be a quick answer. It's uh, one of the fans who's, I believe it's Ray, uh, Ray, Rachel? Raquel. 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 It's Rachel. Ray, Rayquan? Rachel. 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 Uh, I think it may be a Rickroll. <laughs> so it, it says it's, 
it's difficult for a pimp, which was my paraphrase of the actual line. It's what's what's uh, it's hard out there for a pimp. There you go. Uh, oh, I see. What so if she, I weren't here? <laughs> You'd still be wondering. <laughs> yes, we. Yeah. Would. I would be. I would. I did not recall. So, uh, so she she uh, uh, made a little uh, needle pointed. Needle point looks nice. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, very we cool. thank her for that. As we yeah. thank anybody that sends anything in. Absolutely, hundred well, percent. Not anything. No, so far we've been okay. We've been all right. You're mm. inviting something nope. here. No, I'm saying be careful. We did get that stale popcorn. Oh, yeah, that guy. Get that fucking jerk. <laughs> on behalf of the pop. Right, thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for uh, being around for the new season. Thank you to Paul of Tompkins for joining us. Thank you for having me. Always a treat. Sincerely. It sounded, it sounded insincere, and I didn't want... I, I thought it was sincere. Always a treat. That's a bad read. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on behalf of the pop I was, I was good on this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's work, man. Nailed it. Agree to disagree. On behalf. Oh. <laughs> I mean, have the pop culture. Deal with it. <laughs> oh, no. That's it's back. That's Garen Cockrell over there behind the video village. That's walking out of me and Elliot Hooper. The Hunter Matt Bell. And our good friend Paul F. Tompkins. I'm Jimmy Porter. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2021 Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.